0: Welcome to the Red Match Podcast. How's it going, everybody? Today Let's we have we have Billy oh, Amber from A2B Motorsport all the way from the East Coast. We appreciate you Woo. hanging out late. Uh Cheers. Today is part 69 of our 420-part series on Volkswagens. Yes. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah. You can't, you can't hit on the sport. Those are uh, lots of good numbers. That's because, because they're doing big things, man. They are they're doing, doing big, big things. things. Uh, if you haven't noticed from all of the cool so we've had, Ed and Dave from EQT on, and now we have Billy on here. And if you haven't noticed yet, um, if you want to make big power and not worry about the ass falling out of the car, it seems like you should be buying a Volkswagen these days. And I'm sure we'll dig into that some more uh, with Billy, who built some big horsepower shit on the East Coast. But t- t- Yeah, but uh, thank you for being here, man. We appreciate it. We do really appreciate no, no you problem, coming guys.
1: on. Thanks for having me. I got- oh, yeah. Hell, I'd be in there getting yelled at by people and the whole usual for <laughs> not having stuff done. If I wasn't here so, so yeah, I get to, to tell you now I get to tell them to come yell at you guys so
0: yeah sure yeah. fucking yeah just make sure that they like and subscribe just like you motherfuckers and I didn't forget this yeah, time we yeah. That, yeah we appreciate you we appreciate you trying to get it, over going. How, it doesn't matter how shitty this podcast end we're gonna call it a win today babe because yes we <laughs> get 20 minutes in before I remember to say that shit um, <laughs> But yeah, man. So we usually do a thing where we just kind of, you know, say what's up and see what we're drinking. But obviously, you're still fucking working at nine forty eight p.m., <laughs> right? But uh, this is normal. Well, is it?
1: Oh yeah, I'm usually here till midnight, one o'clock. Doing what? <laughs> it's when I, I do cool that's stuff. Insane. It's yeah. when I can actually get stuff done. The phone mm. stops. Uh, we set up the phones now, where the phone stops pretty much hard stop at four thirty our time. Okay, and then I can actually go into the shop, get things done. Uh, my fab guy comes in at nights, works nights here outside of his day job of customizing trucks. Okay, and we're able to actually. Get oh, so you actually get to go out?
2: You have to go out and wrench on cars then. What's up? You get to go actually wrench on cars then, like after you're done oh, doing yeah. the customer. Oh, that's dope.
1: Otherwise, I'm stuck up here all day.
0: <laughs> I know the feeling.
1: I know the feeling.
0: All right, We have to take a brief moment and we just have to. I know this is completely off subject, but we have to just take a big round of applause because Mike no longer sounds like he's screaming inside of a metal bucket. Thank you so much for buying <laughs> yeah. a microphone. I <laughs> I sh- can I show it to you? I can, yeah, there yeah, we go. You can there it is. I can show we're, you. <laughs> we're almost a real high. I not even go that high. Yeah, so that's what she said. Um, yeah. <laughs> nah. But um yeah no so you know trying as always trying to improve the quality of the of the podcast bots of new gear all that good stuff but uh, that's not what's important what's important is Billy tell us a little bit about ATV for those who don't know you guys um and what you do and who aren't Volkswagen guys like what do you guys specialize in how did you get into the business how did you get into Volkswagen specifically uh, um basically just talk about yourself so I don't have to
1: no that's uh, <laughs> dude so basically. I'll probably answer the most asked question first, and that was, what does A to B stand for? Mm-hmm. And that came along one day when we were, I want to say it was Waterfest 2014 or 15. All our cars were broke. Everything fucking blew up. First day we were there, first hour. And we were drunk in the pits. And it I was bitching how I couldn't get the car to go from point A to point B down the mm-hmm. track. And I don't know how that happened. We were brainstorming company names, I think, a year later. And someone hit, well, now that you have a car that can go A to B, why aren't you A to B Motorsport? And pretty much it's the start to the finish line of a drag strip. Yeah.
0: Fucking
1: and sense. pretty much how the shop came to be is I worked at Volkswagen here at a local dealer, Trend Motors, for, let's see, since... Holy shit. I think 2012, I worked there till it's 2021 till about 2019. And from 2017 to 19, I built these Mark 7s and everything on the side. I was building engines out of my mom's house. And I'll be the first straight up to admit, wasn't the best quality work. I was working with what I had at the time, things like that. But Pretty much built up a nice customer base, a nice following out here, doing it all as side work outside of the dealership. And next thing I know, I had too much. You know, I got my mom yelling at me. Hey, you gotta get this <laughs> shit out of my house. <laughs> the towns coming to the, the towns coming down our neighborhood. The col- our, we lived in a cul de sac. Uh-huh. It was just filled with Volkswagens. I'd have guys come drop their cars off from like New York City for like timing belts and things because I was oh doing stuff <laughs> was so cheap here. For reference, for where you guys live, you guys live in areas where the labor rate's probably pretty high. Yeah. And it, I was doing clutches on GTIs back then for three hundred dollars in my mom's garage. What Ooh.
0: the fuck? That doesn't go far. A
1: golf bar was four hundred dollars. You brought all your own parts. You'd hang out in the garage, uh, the garage of my mom's house for the day, or just drop it off. I was doing four clutches a day on my back on the Saturday, Damn. and Sunday. Jeez, yeah. And you know, back yeah. then it was. It was good money for me. I mean so –
3: How much money do you spend in like chiropractic and massage? <laughs> <laughs> this is when
1: I was still in shape and I was playing soccer and stuff still. Now <laughs> – now That's hardcore, so man. What – Um, How old are all you guys if you don't want me asking?
0: I'm 34. 26.
1: Right. How old do you guys think I am? You look like – 47. 47 you my honest understand. opinion? Yeah. <laughs> like mid-40s? No. You, I'm you tw- look like – uh, high- you're, you're like 28, I'm 20, 29. I yeah. just turned 28 in October.
0: Everybody just fucking get aged out of the, the fucking
2: fuck car business. Get out yep. of the car business now for yourself.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm you look handsome,
4: Billy. <laughs> you look <good. laughs> Thank you. Know,
1: <laughs> yeah, we. Um, I've been. I was a Volkswagen tech at VW since I was 18. I actually went to school. My background. I spent a year there before I dropped out. Uh, I had a bad temper when I was younger threw a book at a teacher at a professor in college. It didn't last much longer after that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I had a scholarship for soccer, fucked all that up back then. Uh but my background's computer programming and engineering and actually video game design. Oh so, shit. okay what uh, the fuck that's what I went to school. I grew up like uh hacking iPhones in high school. That's how I control, modding my car. Yeah. I would go <laughs> through high school. I would charge people 150 bucks, go on their iPod touch, type in Jailbreak my iPod, load the software, and then give it back to them and be like, "Here you go,
0: 150 bucks." I, build, oh my God. I had.
1: Let's see. on My old Facebook. I lost a lot of the photo. Fo- I think they're on my flicker somewhere. If I can ever get into it. The
0: fuck is a Flickr. Um,
1: yeah, that's exactly. I <laughs> uh, I used to do a bunch of photography, and okay. back then I was like, what? When I was 16, 17, I had a Mark V Jetta. Uh, Iola drive swapped at my mom's garage. Paid for it running a modded Call of Duty lobbies on Xbox where you come in and <laughs> you kill one person and you're already prestiged. Oh shit just to modify Xbox and shit man, like that. This, no, like no, this is some <laughs> straight man fucking, is a this is Holy shit. shit. <laughs> I back, man. So I had
0: a big turbo,
1: built motor, Mark V all the Jetta way back when it's actually how I met Jeff Atwood at United Motorsport, was doing that when I was like 16, 17, 18. And you say, God damn, but that car didn't get very far. We ended up, uh, I think I drove (laughs) it six times to, I drove it once to Georgia. It took me 29 hours to get to Soho because I broke down probably more times than I could count. Big shout out to all my friends that, if they're listening to this, that remember that and were with me through that time, they helped out tremendously. I had my one buddy, Audi Mike, sat with me for, I think, we made a 16-hour drive or something like that, into a 28-hour drive. And we Dude, were building, God rebuilding damn. axles at autozone parking lots. I think we put oh a new gearbox gosh. in the car because I just manual swapped it and all drove it. And then when I moved out, my mom scrapped the car. She said, oh. "I don't want this shit in my garage." And I moved Her- in oh. Oh. Yeah, I, I was to like, be fair damn.
0: to be fair, like a Mark V Jetta. Not the most attractive vehicle, I understand. it's slop, guys. I owned is a long short. time ago, though. It's
1: a chick's car, Mark V G- Jetta. Yeah, and yeah. I'm sorry, but chicks dig chicks' cars. It's this like guys true. that drive TRS. This TTRS, is TRS, you know. Every the joke is it's a hairdresser's car, but, but you drive around a TTRS, I still want one. women love them. That's because
0: yeah. you're a hairdresser, no. I had a, no, I had a RSX back in the day, which is like, you know, the fatter, worse DC four Integra, but it just, you know, but it's, it's kind of a, it's a chick car. It's kind of a chick (laughs) car. Right. But, uh, the man's not lying.
1: I think every trashy girl I knew in high school drove one of those. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> defense rest. Point <laughs> their boy, Whoever they were dating at the time would cut the springs and nightshade out the taillights and stuff. We didn't know that. No, no, we didn't.
0: no, no, no. First of all, first of all, the real scumbag mod is cutting all the baffles out of the airbox. There's goes brrr, brrr, All the fucking time. <laughs> yeah. Like that. So Have what I've learned... About... A washer trick
3: on a Subaru?
1: The washers. You put it in between... man. I hate those things. Yeah, well...
0: So do they. It's funny. Oh, so man. you put washers <laughs> in between. So the, the, the Subaru trick is you take three washers and you put them in between the end of the downpipe and the start <laughs> of the midpipe. Yep. And just a little bit of an exhaust leak gives you a little really? bit of
5: just a, little <laughs> bit, just a little bit.
0: It's post-02. It's fine. It doesn't hurt anything. It's yeah. stupid. It's real dumb. Super <laughs> but ignorant. It's great. Well, There was a
1: mod that back in the day when VW Vortex was still a thing. Oh, fuck. Where God. you would take a uh, five cylinder uh, NA motor, Mark V Jetta, the, the tube five and you or would whatever, drill the, the airbox yeah. in the back oh, my behind God. the air filter. And if you drilled it enough, it, when you accelerated, it would make a, like an artificial whooshing noise. Yeah. But yes. it wasn't a, a lot. And if you just started tapping the throttle while you're driving, you would end up uh, actually making a turbo noise. Cause you know back then it was the turbo one of those things. It was like seven grand. What the? <laughs> it was like seven grand, and it
0: you know high was also a bad things. idea. Like just kind of dumb. You know,
1: that, I mean? was when, that was when like six pounds of boost was cool. Yeah.
0: right, 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 right. It's so it's funny why, like, too, cause it's like so I drive an SCI, and so does Mike, and mine's like. It's relatively moderate. It's like right at the cusp of like where you have to start throwing obnoxious amounts of money at it, right? It's like everything downpipe
1: on the car and intake then.
0: No intake downpipe. I mean intake downpipe, fuel pump, you know that kind of shit. I actually put a pump in it. It's pushing more fuel. I can't help it,
1: man. Those things scare me. I every time I help my friends with one of those things, they're like, "I'm like, dude, I this is an easy car to work on, and I like it, and I probably if I did a lot." It would be a nice car to build but I'm like you don't want to t- you don't me?
0: want to touch a single STI that's pre- 2019 and and so <sighs> here's the thing they did the type RA right and the type RA was like the super which everybody who's ever driven will tell you it's amazing it's too fucking expensive, way too fucking expensive but they they fixed a lot of the ish the inherent issues with that engine right which is like why you couldn't get more than 350 wheel out of it without building a fucking bottom end, right? So the newer ones, you can get them to like 500 wheel on mm-hmm. and with a stock bottom end and they'll do it reliably and all that shit. It's just still super fucking expensive to do it because yeah. the engine's old. It doesn't have direct injection. It's eight and a half to one compression. You got to put a fucking turbo and injectors and all that type. You gotta do everything, fucking everything. Right. Yeah. It's like 12 grand to get 400 yep. horsepower out of an SDA. Yep.
1: What I didn't like was I helped a friend of mine build a WRX and it, he's like, dude, I got no idea what I'm doing. And I when it really comes down to building a car, an engine is an engine. Yes, yeah, everyone specializes year. in a different one,
0: Yeah,
1: but an engine's an engine. Well, Subaru, I don't know where they make these cases. makes Display them cases. so poor and yeah. inconsistent yeah. that yeah. for him, we had to go on, and he ordered every single size King main bearing you could get. Yeah.
0: And yeah. you would literally just have to dump it. What year was the WRX?
5: Bucket.
1: Oh, shit. Um... It was either a Hawkeye or a Bug Eye. Okay, so oh, that's like yeah, yeah. it's an EJ twenty. Super yeah. fucked. That's yeah. So uh, you have hard. to mic out every yeah. yep. single crank uh, crank journal, and then you have to use a bore gauge on every Run. single journal.
0: You know, you know the best and way. The you know the best way to mod a mad. WRX. You just had to mix and match year? all of them. You know the best way to mod a WRX that year. Sell no. it and buy an STI. speaking <laughs> oh, 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 oh,
2: oh, <laughs> um, no, that, I was on. Uh, i think it was facebook marketplace today and dude there was a dude selling s209 19 inch the gold wheels right yeah 6600 fucking dollars that yep. is absolutely fucking ridiculous and
0: what's funny is there, i don't think they're any wider than the like the normal sci wheels no it's, it's fucking I, dumb. yeah
2: no it's a, it, other than it's it golden, was a 70 shit
0: idea
2: i think Look. technically it's a bbs wheel I, I think those are like real <laughs> BBS wheels.
0: That, well they are. Those are BBSs, all the other ones get Yankees. But listen, what do you fucking expect? Somebody spent seventy five thousand dollars on an STI from the factory.
2: It's disgusting. Wow. Well, I didn't it's fucking the dumb. market by the way. No, that's. I mean, not, that's
1: like the guys buying Mark Eights right now. That dealers are marking on oh, yeah. ten, fifteen thousand uh, dollars. I want,
0: yeah, but dude, I would, I would fucking get rid of my nineteen STI for a Mark Eight Golf R in a second. I wouldn't really. Into it. You Mark like how 10. they're
1: styled? Don't they? Yeah. They
4: look great. I'm. I would tell you to wait a little bit longer. The infotainment. The whole oh, for, I'm li- well, first of all, like, I can't afford one largest. with a fifteen
0: grand markup, so um, no worries there, brother. But. um <laughs> I do I like the way the golf R looks. I hate the way the GTI looks, but the front bumper is different enough to where I can like be okay with it. The interior is what gets me. I'm a big interior guy, right? Because yeah,
3: that interior that's sticks. where you spell that's where yeah. you spend all your
0: time. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what you see. Whatever the outside of the car looks, it's great when you park it. But when you're driving it and I drive 30 miles to work one way, right?
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: It's Texas, brother. Everything's fucking an hour away. So car. everything's yeah. bigger in Texas. especially the piles of bullshit anyway. um, (laughs) So, you know, I want to be in somewhere nice and I'm a sucker for a digital dash and six seats and all that kind of, you know, I worked, I sold Range Rovers, dude. So I got real accustomed to just nicer looking shit, even if it doesn't work super great. Um, (laughs) But when you couple that with like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, show me the lie. My when best friend he, owns two of them, and it's the realest thing I've ever heard. Did he, also, did, did so he own true. them, or did he lease them?
1: Oh, no. He made the mistake of owning them, and he okay, went to two know. BMWs to two Range Rovers. Now, I don't Rovers know how, how to Range tell you Rovers.
0: this, but your your friend may actually be you know certifiably stupid because you and don't buy your a Range Rover. <laughs> my
2: bills, because my wife's a service advisor at Land Rover, and like, dude,
1: that's, those shits are always fucking breaking. We appreciate your friend.
2: Hey, if you guys
1: if you get a trailer hitch off of one of the newer newer what's it the new Range Rover the sports uh-huh. if uh-huh. you ever find a trailer hitch kicking around I'll I'll take that thing he needs one that's under uh that's not two thousand dollars to put on the truck oh yeah good luck finding
0: oh it. I used his, to make service so much money his when... salesman
1: sold him one because he bought it strictly so he's got a Malibu wake setter surf boat yeah and he towed he would tow it between the lake and back and it, he bought this specific Range Rover because of how nice it is on the inside. exactly how you described why you like them, right? Because there's a picture of one towing a giant, like racing boat. Fraudulent sales guy goes, dude, this thing will be great to tow the boat. It's got a hitch, everything. He didn't look. You I, I go, bro, where's the hitch on this thing? Let's, let's use it to tow my boat out. He's like, oh, yeah, let's pull the cover off the back. I, You know, get under there. It takes me 45 minutes to get the cover off the back because there's like that 100 is. screws. <laughs> up, so. And guess is. what? There's no hitch there. No. The look of disappointment on his face. He goes back to the dealer like, yeah, it's a $3,000 option. Oh. What? He's like.
0: So, what? okay.
1: So what he's. Hey,
0: yeah, what, hold what hold he's, on, on, No, what he's on. talking about. What, what he's, 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 he's talking about. What he's talking about. What I know exactly what he's talking about. He's talking about not the hitch because the hitch is 650 bucks with the trailer wiring. He's talking about the tow pack, which is a thing where you can turn the knob and it'll back the truck up and you can tell the car how yeah, big the trailer is trailer. and all that other shit. Trailer. I don't assist. care about that. I just need the normal hitch. It doesn't even need yeah. the lights. Don't even need to work. Yeah, no, that's that's what that's yeah. what they'll try to sell you, though. He's the electronic shit that goes. bloop. It's And to be fair, it's real fucking gangster because you can program in exactly how big, tall, wide everything your trailer is. So it'll tell you when you're about to hit something with your trailer. Without having sensors on it, it's fucking gangster. But it's yeah, it's three grand. Yeah, but he, he doesn't have a hitch though. That's yeah, what yeah no, is. that's no, a no, huge problem. You have to buy <laughs> a
3: to make a hole for the hitch.
0: No, you don't. You have to buy a whole new rear fascia. Tell your boy oh, oh. to
4: tell your boy <laughs> to find me out. I'll I'll do the hitch for him. Ooh.
0: This is the most yeah. fucking East Coast thing ever. He's on a podcast on the phone right now. an
1: that it's only six fifty. <laughs> hey Mike, tell it's me. It's six fifty. If you
0: buy the truck new, it's fifteen hundred bucks. If you want him to do it after the fact,
4: hey, fifteen hundred. Yeah, and then tell him all he has to do is pay for my flight ticket out there, and I'll do it in your yeah, shop. Yeah. So, so right, because right, the right.
0: thing is, is that the parts for the cool fascia filming. don't come painted. They don't come painted, so you have to pay nope. to get them painted. You have to yep. pay to get them installed. You nope. have to take the whole rear bumper off because it bolts into the rear, like, support of the chassis. It it's ch- chassis mounted, oh, so it's... I mean, no it's, cutting. Yeah. No cutting. There's no cutting, but you do no have to... No cutting? No. no. But you have to remove... You have to remove... that. Like, there's a factory rear brace, and you have to put the trail hitch in in its place, and then there's a whole different rear fascia. The wiring is already there. The plug is, there's like, no, there. Uh, yeah. Timeout.
4: out.
1: Like, uh, the Volkswagen Atlas is like that. When I left the dealer, we were doing trailer hitches on those, and those... Those weren't bad, but the best part about it was Volkswagen would tell you it was a simple install for like an hour the text will sympathize and the writers, an hour of labor, but you gotta take the bumper off. Then they give you mm-hmm. like a stencil, you gotta tape on it and cut a hole in the guy's bumper. And then yeah, you and the so we're always happy with that. When
2: we worked when we worked at Porsche, uh Oh that's because anyway, you shit. both
0: got fired. Anyway.
2: Yeah, pretty much. much. Uh, Technically, I walked out. I walked out. So I didn't get fired. I walked out.
0: You walked Uh, out and then tried to come back and they said you're fired. (laughs) Yeah. Coming in on Monday, we'll sign paperwork. (laughs)
2: Okay, that's great. Cool. Um, But no, like they used to have like... Porsche wouldn't put any of that bullshit in there. Like there was no control unit. There was no like wiring. There was nothing for any of that shit. You literally had to go in, pull it apart. Yeah, like... Fuck that shit was fucking dumb you had to hope way.
1: you could find the bulletin on how to do that on ServiceNet too. Yes. Because they'd hide it. And then you'd contact TechLine or something for help, like TAC, and they'd be like, are you an idiot? It's right here under bulletin number TT21-16-45. You're like, like oh, you yeah. Didn't, you didn't find that?
0: Oh, my bad. I thought that was the dildo update. Never mind. Fucking yeah. <laughs> 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 another it's-
4: technician. Yeah. If it's not a like a 2020 and newer Range Rover, it is literally bumper comes off, support comes off, new tow bar goes on. There's another underbody brace that goes on that attaches to it, which doesn't always align up. Weird. Uh, and then bumper goes yeah, back on. Right. your Well, your electrics go on, and then bumper goes on, and then you, that's it. You program but, it. And then right.
0: It. But here's the fun oh, part. Here's the fun flavor. No, but here's the fun part about the. We, we said, five he's, and a half. He says he's at one hundred and sixty-five dollars a shop hour or whatever the fuck it is, isn't it? Right. Two twenty-five. Two twenty-five. Two twenty-five. 25 Here's, yeah, the, funniest part. Oh, here's yeah, the funniest part. And I know that, and I know this because I've sold a lot of those tow hitches after the fact, right? Because, like, with rovers, it's not as simple as, like, oh, I have another one that's just like the one you want and has a tow That No, motherfucker. They come on a boat from the UK and, like, six dudes in a shed built them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have what yeah. I have. <laughs> <laughs> so like, All I and got, I'm trying I'm to close this is. deal. You know what I'm saying? So I would be like, okay, <laughs> we can put one on. We can roll it into the price of the truck. And then I have to try to, like, hide it somewhere or whatever, right? But he says, oh, I you just program the electrics, man, nine times out of 10, you run the program and then it corrupts and it crashes and then you got to do it again. <laughs> yeah. And three of the hours that bitch is in the shop, it's trying to get the truck to update for the tow hitch. So it actually yes. fucking knows what it's, it's done. It's all buttoned up. It's just sitting there with this fuckers computer plugged into the OBD2 port, taking up a lift waiting for that fucking update. So, 100%, dude, and yeah. that's
1: not unique to just you guys. Like that's a oh, Volkswagen sure. Audi thing too, man. We used to, oh, I had yeah. two lifts when I worked at the dealership and I think one of them, we had a flash that would take an hour and 40 minutes on Jettas. What? And it, it paid, it, yeah, it paid you like 50 time units at best. <laughs> and, and then you'd go check on it. You'd go over. All right, I'm good. Go over again. All right, I'm good.
3: It didn't move. Uh,
1: damn that sucks
3: and then you go back <laughs> again
1: and then and then the laptop's off and you're like uh oh, i guess i'm starting that over now service writer, comes out, service writer comes out yelling at you and then you're like uh, oh yeah uh, my fault how Dude, are, are should... range rovers on keys it's
3: like i i had a customer the other week bring in a key from ebay and oh, you know no. it's a wrong we key. Oh, yeah. They, when we they bring know. it in for a Macan and it uh, has, like, a front trunk and a rear trunk opener on the button. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> and I go to we... try to program it, and it cut out the original key's program. Yeah. And the alarm is just going off. And, I, like, my tech is trying to, like, stop <laughs> it. And it won't reprogram the first key. And it took him an hour and a half to reprogram the first key just to get the alarm to stop going off. Oh we don't, we don't i do
2: wish you would have called me i could have told yeah. you that shit yeah. Yeah. So, we don't do aftermarket, do no aftermarket
0: yeah. keys yeah they won't do aftermarket keys you have to and you have to have all the keys present if they're programming a new key yes that's
2: every new car though that's every yeah that's new true car.
0: but like like yeah. they used to so they have this stupid fu- and he knows he's kind of talking about they have this stupid fucking activity band well it's actually pretty dope now because it's actually like a watch like it tells time and shit But before it was just like a rubber, it looked like a Fitbit with no screen on it, right? (laughs) And the whole point of it was that you could lock the keys in the car. You could put them in the center console and you can tap the badge to the R in Range Rover on the back and it would lock the car. And then you could go fucking kayaking, which let me tell you, if I know one thing about Range Rover owners, average kayakers, all of them, every single one. Literally not, even, not, not a single, single one. one. Not a not single a never one. Never in a million years. Hey, but they all wanted the stupid fucking activity man. All of them. Yeah. No, the, the dumbest that shit I've ever seen. Range
3: Rovers that like <laughs> the people that the people that Range Rover are trying to sell to are Subaru Forester owners.
0: Yes. And here's the dumbest part is they built this motherfucker to be able to traverse the Sierra and the Sahara, and it's like, oh, it just goes to the, the grocery Sierra. store. Yeah, whatever. Sierra, <laughs> thing. It.
5: it goes to the fucking grocery store.
0: It goes to the fucking hair salon. It goes to the nail salon. It goes back to Gucci and then back to the house. That bitch never sees off-road, right? Anyway, we used to have to program these things. and these ignorant motherfuck- the detail shop. That's true. And also the service center. We fucking <laughs> would tell them
1: that's what it goes to the detail shop is after yes. it the service center. You know, this it's this not is the, not thing, this the, the thing that nobody tells you about months. Range been Rovers. been there for four months. No, this
0: four is the months. thing nobody tells you about Range Rovers. Free car washes for life because the service center will always wash it before they hand it back to you. <laughs> so <laughs> so they, would, or they would, you know, the car wouldn't come with yeah. one pre-programmed, so you have to buy the stupid thing, which is another $650 just for a bracelet. 650 bucks because you got to pay an hour of labor to program it. And they would always forget a key. We would tell them every Always. single time, bring both keys because the car comes with two keys. Bring both keys. They both need to be in the car when they reprogram. Okay, we'll do. Never, n- literally never. No, that never. And that this was a clear
1: you said bring all the keys. That's, they didn't understand. <laughs> yeah. I didn't and know this, what you meant.
4: And this yeah. episode brought to you by Range Rover. Fucking pieces <laughs> of shit. So anyways, A to B, you guys <laughs> just got, uh, let's get back to Billy over here. You guys just released the uh was it the G excuse me here G30
1: Garrett G30 Turf, okay.
4: 770 the G30 900
1: Yep and we actually have a G35 1050 kit What's that we the- do as well but uh I don't list it on the website cuz I Want to talk to people before they buy that one, so that they isn't that the into.
0: one that people are throwing G- on a lot of case swaps right now? That's like the kit, like that's like the 550 case swap turbo, right? Isn't it? I'll be honest,
1: no, probably not the 1050. The 1050, I've seen it on is make a thousand wheel, and it usually oh, so makes it's just about too big. 750, 800 ish on a so, four cylinder.
0: So the G35 is a housing, right? And the 1050 is the size of the impeller. <clears throat> so the Garrett kit, um, honestly.
1: I'll be straight up. I have to remember so much stuff. I go look it up on Garrett's website every time. What look at this. Get
0: him out is. here. Fuck this guy. What is he? He doesn't know yeah. it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought you were a car basically. guy. I thought you
1: were a fucking car guy. Dude, I'm expected to know so much that I'm got to write down everything. Like I have I got this written down with people's names on it for God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> but is my uh, name on there. Actually. Let's see. <laughs> no, cuz I remember. I remember <laughs> you guys' <laughs> names now. But yeah, every Basically, the 35 is the size of your turbine wheel on the exhaust okay. side. And it, okay. the dimensions of a 35 to 30 hot side are identical. Just the turbine wheels bigger on the 35. Got it. Okay. Uh, and then your 1050 and your 900, 1050, and your 770, that's actually the maximum crank horsepower rating for that turbocharger.
2: Go the that's fuck how they number those. or move into your shop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know who that is, but I'm assuming he knows you. He knows Bill. He's got a note. Who, who is it? Court. Uh, court-tallian court-tallian 1.
4: Cortalian 1, yeah. He said, go the fuck home, dude, or, or move, move in your, your shop.
1: shop. <laughs> well, I know some people that live in their shop, and they're not pleasant individuals, so I'm not
0: living <laughs> in here. Oh, you do, oh, you're saying you're pleasant. Okay, my bad. All right, for uh, <laughs> depends, depends on who you talk to. But, yeah, the. Uh,
1: I don't really know what else to say about the Turbo Camp besides that they fuck. Like you That's see the, the you guys probably saw a lot You're of the here videos online, <laughs> and it, it, one of them was when I was down in Denver. Like that 1050 car, one the guy knows how to drive the shit out of it. Okay, but two, like that car at altitude, um, I'd actually have to check with my friend Dave because he was looking at the draggy stuff. I think it was trapping like a hundred to 105 miles an hour at altitude in the eighth on the draggy and. That they oh, just go. We have a lot of data coming in the next week or two. I think if three nine hundred cars coming out here, uh, two seven seventies and a ten fifty car.
0: I'm fucking buying a German car. Fuck the shit, dude. Damn. I'm so Do it. Let's <laughs> go. I'm so so done with this shit. So like yeah, it. but I just yep. like dumb JDM shit because that's what I grew up on. You know, there's a me? bunch of going to be
1: all over the country. I think we have, uh. A nine a nine hundred kit shipping this week to Chicago area. We have another seven seventy kit going out to AP Tuning, and we have a nine hundred kit going out to Vegas.
0: So hey. I have a question. I have a question for you. Consider this. Say I'm a prospective purchaser, which I'm not saying that I am, but I've been. <laughs> anyway we all listen, know the you,
2: rabbit holes you dive down i know no but experience. it's just it's a, a matter dive. of i know but
0: i drive a car <laughs> every day now right i drive the same fucking car every fucking day and i do 60 miles a day and it's like i don't want it to be slow but i also want it to be a little bit more comfy than comfortable than like you know a subaru which will rattle themselves to death on the freeway if you've never driven one. Oh, you missed um, it do it again billy
1: <laughs> now my girlfriend asked me what i was doing so um, i had to send her uh, a picture
0: four okay. dudes at the Great. same time um So, (laughs) just, you know, it's a Tuesday. Wait, like this. Random fucking Tuesday.
1: (laughs) Hey, man, sometimes you're the bug, sometimes you're the windshield. (laughs) Shit
5: fucking happens, bro. Shit fucking
1: happens. There's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot to
2: unpack (laughs) is Isn't there? Uh, Your boy says he's going to see you on Saturday, by the way. Mine? yeah yeah where do you guys see it? where do you guys
1: see the twitch you
0: chat there? you go yeah, to the twitch chat twitch. the twitch chat i don't have the, i
1: don't have twitch
0: open i tagged oh, you, you like to.
4: 80 times saying a2b <laughs> Motorsports." dude this thing <laughs> twitch twitch.tv twitch
0: slash Red match podcast twitch look chat, it's gonna TV. say
4: kyle tagged you in a fuck ton of shit he said anyway,
0: he should know who you know I am. Mean, i looking through this.
4: <laughs> you know, know I, how much I, money I spent with
1: you, Bill? This is, the shit that, this is the shit that I deal with all day on my phone and why people get mad I don't answer. is because I get texts. Where is it?
0: Also, Hold first on, of all, me? the fact that you work in a automotive shop and you have no case on your phone, sir. Well done.
1: No, I, I live, live life dangerously here. No shit. <laughs> I appreciate you. I fucking appreciate you. Uh, holding You're, fucking $1,500 in cool. your head. Damn, I can't find it. Whatever. So, but, you just fucking... Yeah. Where's
0: whatever. Tom?
2: I haven't seen Tom fucking comment today. <laughs> oh, fuck Tom. Anyway. Whatever. So, Adam, so, anymore. All
0: right, so you're a prospective customer. Consider, I'm a, so yeah. consider, consider me a prospective customer. So I am a father.
1: First question. Is the car stock or has anyone else worked on it?
0: We're not bought it gonna, no, 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 no. yet. No, no. This, we're prospective. We're, we're hypothesizing here. You yeah, I got to ask the it. first question. Yeah, has so, anyone
1: else worked on it or is it stock?
0: This is gonna be like a 2027 purchase. No, it will not. This will be like a <laughs> this will be like a mid 2022 purchase. So, okay, I definitely didn't work on it then. So I told you if guys. anything had been if anything has been done to it, it's suspension and wheels when it comes to you. No power.
1: Right, then then I would work on it, sure.
0: Okay. Now my other question is yeah, if I wrong. want if I want if I want power, but I have to daily it, so I'm looking for drivability, I want it to be quicker than stock. In your personal opinion, you deal with these fucking things all the time. I need to be able to put a backseat in it. I need to be able to put a, a car seat in it. I'm six foot. I'm 200 pounds. I want something quick that's still comfy. Yeah. That's fucking rude, but accurate. And <laughs> Would you... I've heard that RS3s are too small. I've sat in them. They seem a little tight. I like, mm-hmm. I like hatches, so I've always kind of leaned on golf bars and shit like that. How much power can I put into a car that you would work on without making it suck to drive every day.
1: What's your budget?
3: That's the real question. How,
0: how deep are your pockets homie? Well, I Call mean, it. If, call if, it so if, let me think you're If you're talking
3: about an rs3 you're talking about 65 plus grand to
0: start right but that car's too small so that doesn't even like that's like automatically so call, call it,
2: it, say if you had if you had, say i'm starting
0: with a, a the, golf r say i'm starting with like a mark 7 yeah, golf r put it a put, used it, put one.
2: it sti money put it sti money put it at 12 grand you got I mean, 12 grand
0: no, no 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 oh plus the car yeah okay yeah, fuck yeah. it. let's say you, i you, got 12 you, g's to fuck with the car i so got
2: 12 got, g's to fuck with what are you gonna do to a golf r to make it to what I guess with the Galaxy. Like how fast can I it. make
0: it without making it suck to drive all the time? Like every buy day. Literally, literally every day.
1: Honestly, yeah. About that limit of what Kyle said, that 5, 550 limit. It, once you build the motors on these cars, they mm. are reliable if properly taken care of.
0: That's fine. I know. And well
1: that. It, like we have a guy, he's driven his built motor car for past I think, two going on two years all over the country. It's got mm. like 80K on it. Okay. But it only makes 550 wheel horsepower. So at the end you're of the gonna day, daily
0: you're going to have a cap. That's just how it goes. And that's, yeah. it's, it's going to be motor? where
1: you want to stop. Yeah. It's a built motor car. Because
0: mm-hmm. that's, that's, yeah, that's honestly, the only...
1: I'm telling everyone right now that when they want, when they come to me, they go, Hey, my budget's about 10 grand, right? You do fuel system, MPI, a low pressure pump, fuel lines, because it's been hit or miss. I used to not recommend them, but I have too many cars now where after selling parts and getting a broader audience, Customers are coming back with fuel pressure problems because of check valves and the stock fuel line sticking, things like that. You do those three things usually at, uh, give or take, let's say 3000 Not bad. You buy... About what I spent with you? Anywhere. I mean, you really can buy any hybrid turbo at this point. Okay. I'll be honest. I'm particular about the hybrids because of some experiences in the past. So we generally do the EQTs. Right. And hey, I know that guy. You can make five, 550 and the car just goes at that point.
0: Okay. On, just, on a stock motor, it'll just yeah. go. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's the biggest thing is like, yeah. I, I don't want to touch the bottom end and I want it. I want decent fuel economy because I'll be honest with you, dude. I drive my STI in like the lowest power mode, which makes me want to die inside because I spent all this money to make it <laughs> less slow than it was and I don't even get to drive it like that. And I still only get 18 miles a okay, gallon. Tim, are you still Not-
2: running fully 85?
1: But that's... 100%, dude. Yeah. I don't
0: get it on my gas.
2: I daily yeah.
1: drive a twin-turbo V8 S6 that I think uh, on SRM hybrids and the thing mm. literally chews through gas. I think it gets yeah. like eight miles to the gallon at this yeah. point. No, I, As, that's
0: a, yeah, that's the thing. So this is, this is like... If there's any universe where I can get... Where I could get a new Golf R for... Within. One of the
1: major problems that I'm hoping might be fixed eventually is everyone wants to do exactly what you just described pretty much on the same budget right they come 10 12k gets you usually parts and labor for hybrid turbo tuning like uh we generally do a whole unit and motorsport suite that's what we do in-house here gets you flex fuel tuning with um all the custom stuff uh gets you the whole fuel system Turbocharger, and then you gotta remember supporting mods. So yeah. intercooler. Right. At that level, honestly, we're fighting over five, ten horsepower, depending on brand. So Whatever it's really
0: what's your boat. Whichever
1: yeah. one floats your boat. We recommend either Unitronic, the IE one, you know, the top tier ones. Uh you need an intake, need a downpipe. Yeah. Now at that point, though, what I've started to see is you run that hybrid now for two years. You now come to me, you go, hey, I want to build the motor and go faster and go right. bigger. The hybrid turbos are great for what you're doing, right. but long-term, I'm starting to see cars, and this isn't something that's talked about online because I don't know if it's maybe the volume of cars that we see that we built two, three years ago that are stock motor on hybrids that are now going bigger, right. don't or it's just something no one's, long. yeah, no one's maybe associating it, or the car has changed hands two, three times. Right. We're seeing in our existing customers, I mean, I was talking to Jeff with Jeff at United Motorsport about it. We had four cars recently that were among a bunch of different tuners, not specific to one, mm-hmm. where we moved them from a hybrid turbo to a Garrett series turbo or uh, like a used Zona rotor kit, didn't matter. That car within a week had a cracked engine block.
0: No shit.
1: What? And we're talking cars that were either built motor, stock motor, where we would then build the motor, get all the machine work done, the whole nine yards. And it, the only thing that was between the two was the fact that they both are hybrid turbo cars. And the only thing I can think of, and I'm sure people will disagree or agree with me on this, is the heat generated by the hybrid turbos is just too much. It's to the point where yeah, yeah. everything... Everything stands up, but no one's monitoring EGT data on well, any fiber. And
0: you're fucking with the metal in the, the block. Frame you're, it's, it's, a hurt, yeah. it's the heat cycle of the metal in the block. That's like... Yep.
1: That's, that's the some... biggest credit I got to give to APRs. if you ever look at any of their old data, like, I don't care what I get yelled at for saying this, but the Stage 3 kit doesn't work. Giant flop. Right. And it, But if you look at all the data that they did behind actually developing it, they put EGT probes in the exhaust stuff. Yeah. They monitored EGTs. There's guys that, unless they're moving the cars to Cyvex, they're not looking at EGT data. Like the RS3 guys, they're doing hybrids. We did uh, an SRM hybrid on an RS3 from Minnesota. Unitronic had us put a EGT probe in it to monitor exhaust gas temp. No one's doing that on the four-cylinder cars. And I don't know if it's just because no one wants to, budgets. Things like that. Like we have, I have guys where I go, "Hey, I want to put an EGT probe in, like your collector, essentially," and they go, "No, I don't want to do it." I go, oh, "You're not listening. I'm going to do it," and they're like, "I don't want you to do it. It looks ugly." I'm like,
0: "How fucking often is your okay. engine bay open?" And second of all, like all modern engine bays are fucking ugly anyway. So shut up. Yeah, yeah that's that's one of the things
1: we have coming. Is uh, I'm hoping by the new year we'll have a lot of data from exhaust gas temp to all sorts of like speed sensor data of what all of the Garrett turbos are doing Because right gonna... now we yeah. just tune off of speed sensor right. um actually is a great feature where on a golf rs3 you can actually run speed sensor data through the ECM Jeff has all that sorted out so in the data logger itself we can see what the RPM of the oh, turbo is oh, and no Jeff shit. can st- stop it at a certain speed or for us with the external boost controller, we model the t- boost curve to at max
0: turbine speed. Oh,
5: fuck and is...
0: shit. Mm-hmm. That's what happens uh, when you, you that, have sensors on literally fucking everything.
2: Well that's cars, I mean right? but it,
0: it's like it's it's a pain in the ass like and this is kind of like the and this is a super tangent, but like you look at guys like Busymoto, right? And that dude's been like Trying to put Canbus into everything for like the last ten years. It's beautiful. Canbus, Canbus is, is Canbus cause,
1: is awesome.
0: Because he did like he did that twin turbo nine six four like six or seven years ago, and he was like, "Oh, everything runs through Canbus." It's a nine six four.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. It's an air cooled nine six four twin turbo car. He walked. He walked away, and he fucking <laughs> he can bused everything. And he was like, "I can see." Every single thing going on with this car from front to back, I know everything that's happening, and that car still runs today and it's still a monster today. The like the baby blue, the baby blue one, I'm sure you've seen Dude, it. With the turbos, there hanging, ass. Out of the, the, the turbos hanging out of the ass. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes I thought that was a, was a, a
1: 993. Why. My bad, it might so be a one of the things you brought up, Cambus. One of the things that actually, in my opinion, sets our kit of what we do specifically apart from. Competitor kits, we'll leave it at that. Is this guy right here? This the boost controller we use, the Cortex. Actually, they sell a can such interface. a dig
0: bag move name for a fucking <laughs> boost controller, by the yeah. way. The Cortex because <laughs> it's a <called the> <laughs> big yep. brain, baby. Anyway, <laughs> I can't argue with that
1: either. Like, you look at any of the other boost controllers because we've played with the Gretti, that's a models. lot of wires, that's a lot of wires. Smart. That's not. This is two four six wires, power ground, can high can low taco and speed my e b c
0: s has four wires in it for the here <laughs> <You're gonna hear, laughs> here's the
1: wiring here's the wiring harness for it
0: yeah, Holy mine shit. doesn't have that mine was <laughs> and the instructions
1: are actually really easy, so you take that, you wire it into. Your he cortex, the your brain instructions are easy, not the yeah. instructions are easy. The instructions as <laughs> he's done so it a million
3: times. They're that legible.
1: Whole, yeah, that whole assembly now, once it's wired in correctly, it can read now RPM and speed, vehicle speed and engine speed. And what that lets you do with this controller compared to the others, as far as I know, unless they've changed it in the past two years you can now do boost by gear. I was natively just going to ask about in this that. Yeah. Oh, I, can know, I can actually have the car now know what gear it's in. So what? the controller knows what gear it's in. So each gear now has its own boost map that we tune ourselves here.
0: So if anybody has, hey, yeah, if we anybody listening control
1: stuff things like that. So did you develop that product? Like that's no, your No, this is from uh uh shrick i can't pronounce the guy's name it's right? sc
0: it's s h c r r c k yeah they ca-
1: they came out with this boost controller and this controller is so powerful and good it actually has two inputs and outputs in it i can have this controller on a golf really any car it's on at all and it, this controller will do all of your boost control i can stage in fuel pumps with it i can stage in water meth i can do stage nitrous
2: that's so we can do our tight. own
1: launch control stuff um you guys seen the white Golf R? uh carrie slim's car mm-hmm. uh he's always drag racing it manual car
0: is it on we his have, what's the instagram handle i can look it up bring it up um let me see so while he figures Gary's. that out like the whole thing with boost by gear so is um, have you guys all heard of cowboy motorsports and do you know who they are and what they do I've yeah. never really researched So thought, Calvo yeah. Motorsports are the guys that build 2,500 to 3,000 horsepower Vipers. Jeez. Oh. And anybody who has ever driven a Calvo Motorsports Vipers will tell you that they just fucking hook and they go straight. It's like the most drama-free fucking vehicle on the planet with 3,000 horsepower. And the reason why is Calvo took a fuckload <clears throat> of time and figured out boost curves on boost by gear. So it pulls like a fucking freight train. Because you get to fourth gear and you're running twice as much boost as you were running at first, so it'll let it hook, it'll let it lean up, and as you start to pull, because they sequential a lot of their it cars keeps with, going and keeps yeah, going. it just keeps I building mean, that, that
1: makes complete sense, though. I mean, so the white car we just did in Denver, for instance, that car first hmm. gear, fifteen pounds of boost, mm-hmm. it launches at sixteen at sixty two hundred or no fifty eight hundred RPM, goes from sixteen pounds to 20 tapers up to 24 and then comes back down for the gear shift Okay. Then comes back in and runs that second gear out to about 28 ish to not break traction on the street. And then from 28, the rest is just maxed out 35 to 37 all the way. I'm I'm
3: assuming, I'm assuming this is the Instagram MK 7.5 R underscore K S.
1: That's Carrie's Instagram. So if you, If you actually go down to, I think it's this video here. I found it. Yeah. Carrie has a video of me demonstrating
0: where. Oh, he followed us, but I can follow back.
1: Yeah. On the launch control stuff with the Cortex, we have it set up where the car knows it's in first gear. It knows it's going zero miles an hour. And under, I think it's set up to under 25 miles an hour, Carrie has a clutch slipper in the car. Is a manual.
0: So he he has little weight joints on it. Yeah.
1: If the car knows that it's in launch, it ends up <clears throat> what's it say? <laughs> what are you so, doing to yourself? And, uh, <laughs> no, then over just walked to show me a message. We have uh in one of our chats that we have, and uh phew, sorry, I gotta get back to where I was. In it, with the clutch slipper, Carrie can adjust the slip now. So when he's at the line and launches it, he now can take away the human aspect of him having to manually slip the clutch every single time sets the slipper after getting a couple launches in to where it needs to be at. And the cortex knowing zero vehicle speed, knowing it's above, I don't know, 5,000 RPM. Cause now it knows it's in launch control mode. Mm-hmm. Well, now when he releases the clutch, it will activate the slipper.
0: So but when you say slipper, it's like you're on, talking about like a, like a hydraulic solenoid, right?
1: Uh, look up Magnus launch control device.
0: Cause that's okay. what it is. Wait, okay.
1: wait, wait, I want to see his Instagram real quick. Holy yeah, shit.
0: I just brought it up. I'm trying to see. Well, I don't know what video he has. Oh, he's wiring up the Cortex to activate the Magnus clutch zipper when watching the car. Yep.
1: That's and fucking... you can watch it. it when the car is in launch control, the clutch pedal comes up slower.
0: Oh, but look at that if shit. You were to,
1: if Holy you were to daily shit. drive it, then it won't. And the Cortex controls all of that. Whoa. And it's all programming at that point. Yep then shameless plug that's we include all of the tuning of this free with the purchase of our turbo kit. So you spend 5800 bucks on the kit which is a complete thing from downpipe to intake and you get all of our controller
0: tuning with it. So real talk like let's just have you guys started fucking with Mark8s yet at all? Uh actually we have a GTI, we have a Mark8 GTI and Holy we have an shit, S3 and a that bar. thing is fucking violent. Yeah, it seems pretty sad. Watch that. that. Yeah, he's going. Okay. Wow. So let's I'm just. Sorry, let, I'm
3: sorry. What, what about the Mark 8s again?
0: Yeah. yeah so uh, wait, so, hold hold so Mark Eight from just
1: so from just looking at it, I can tell you guys, uh, I'll probably get yelled at by the guys for sharing the info, but <laughs> it looks like a lot of hardware is gonna swap over.
0: Sweet.
1: It's just gonna straight up come down to right. two things: how long it takes to get the ECM unlocked and tuned. Yeah. And it, if the ECM has MPI native to it, if
5: the tuners go in,
1: and it does not have MPI standard in the ECM. Just throw the whole car out. It's It'll be like having a Mark 5, Six. It's not even going to be worth having. Which
2: well, it, it should, should be standard, channel, right? The new BRZ is part- that way. Like, the new BRZ, all the old modifications from the old first version of the BRZ are fitting on the second gen. Uh TJ nope. Hunt just put almost the identical exhaust, We put the identical headers on his current new brz than
0: he had on his old one yeah, it's because super is not going to develop a whole new fucking engine i think the tracks. coolest thing
1: and kyle will know uh, any of you guys that follow the mark 7 stuff will know it's a major problem and it's probably the biggest coolest thing in my opinion because i like the little shit and technology there's actually a crankcase pressure sensor now on the mark 8 and it's on the PCV plate on the cylinder head. So the car can actually monitor crankcase pressure, which is a That's major awesome issue on the Mark Sevens. That's
4: huge. Yeah. Yep. Big time.
0: So So real talk, it's like don't don't buy anything yeah. until they Probably figure not. out until they figure yeah. out what the fuck's going on. We have a what,
1: GTI that we're we're gonna have our so basically what we're doing here is I'm trying to
0: we've had problems I wouldn't have at, sent it to any other I've shop
1: but everyone that we've been doing and working with we're trying to kind of build our brand around our own lineup of parts now.
0: Yeah, I mean that's and the right way to do it. I don't
1: want to personally, I if we didn't have to build a single car, I'd be thrilled about that. I would just love to make parts <laughs> and ship them out everywhere. Yeah. But that's not realistic. So we're going to have our own line of downpipes, everything like that. Like the Mark 8 GTI we have will be fitted with our downpipe. It'll run our cooler, our thousand eight hundred and fifty horsepower intercoolers we have small crash bars that we're developing i just actually finished up modeling and making the flange before i came on here to send out to get cut and it's just like i said unless the car is mpi native to it it's just gonna be a big waste of time they'll be like mark fives and sixes again
0: so i mean like unless you wanted to go full standalone right which then you're gonna run into so here's my question like and if you want to like, do
1: full standalone Mark 5 6 stuff, you got to go talk hit up David EQT. That's I, the guy I, to talk I to and yeah. <laughs> <my>
0: <laughs> but it's like I first of all like Cybex is not cheap. Second of all, I don't know like I'm really big on like having the interior feel as stock and plush as possible. I don't know how that works when you start fucking with running multiple computers and shit. That just seems like a fucking rabbit hole that I'm no, not Look at the rs 3s
1: iRaz has it set up with the RS3s where This You run a plug-and-play Cybex. He made his own bracket and everything to mount Uh it all in the engine bay by the battery compartment where the stock ECM would mount. And it is it all drives like factory. It just uses the same wire harness and everything. Literally, you you literally plug your engine harness into it and you
0: plug your body harness in. Can I tell you why this is super funny to me? This is why this is super funny to me. Because German cars are going from... You can use the factory ECU to do everything to you run a secondary... ECU to run your engine management, which is exactly what Japanese cars did in the '90s. So if you go and you look at like old AEM systems with the little fucking five-button data pads and the shit that mounted to your—that's da- what they had to do because the factory, the bullshit OBD one factory, you know, computers—you can't do anything with them, right? So you had to run a standalone fuel management, spark yep. management, all that kind of shit. Welcome Obviously, to there's a lot more going. Yeah. Okay, we get it, dude. You drive a GTR, all right? You're fucking <laughs> cool. Whatever. So basically,
3: what you're saying is you need to buy a three-year-old S4 or
1: RS3. No, I'm gonna wait. I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna give it what like what do you think? A year probably before they figure out. No, the way current
1: things are going, probably less less than that. Unless you're Cobb, then it might take five years because they're still trying to do flex fuel.
0: So on your guys' yeah, stuff. well
2: I can't even
1: order anything from Cobb in California. So see
0: that's what's so funny. <laughs> this is how you know that like Subarus and are Cobb's bread and butter because they've been sucks. running. There's like full flex fuel setups for Subarus for like the better part of a decade. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, and look, I'm I'm very everyone you know has their fanboys of what they run and tune and what works. And Jeff's a good friend of mine, so I 99 of the time will always recommend um. Yeah. But for the community and industry, it's just – I don't understand why Cobb at this point doesn't have Flex. For you guys, for maybe, maybe it's because – yeah. yeah, maybe it's because you can map switch in a couple seconds. You know what I mean? But there's guys where – like I know the EKT guys and everyone, they tell you specific – and I tell people all the time, take the fucking access port and put it in your glove box. You don't 100%. drive a Subaru. God yeah, put sure. it in your glove box and don't look at it anymore. I just want to point out Kyle. Then you got to take it out. Then you have to change. Then you got to change your map when you get to the gas station. Things like that.
0: Well, it's just, it's so funny because it's like, and obviously like Cobb doesn't work on these cars, but you look at like, and I talked about this, I think on the last episode, you guys are like Steve Dynan, right? Which obviously Steve Dynan is like been around forever. Right. But he's like, oh, I'll take two fucking years and I'll develop a tuning platform for a car that's probably a bit more complicated in the F90 chassis, right? So you look at M5s and M6s, M8s, now m M8 yeah. comps and all that shit, right? And he's like, "Yeah, you can put anything from pump gas to fucking 100 octane in the car and mix the tank and it'll figure itself out cuz it's tracking off the knock sensor, right? It's just going to it's going to give itself a little bit more power. It's going to read the knock over the next 15 miles and then once it kind of figures that out, it'll figure out how to trail its own fuel map and you can just run it till the tank's empty." And then when you fill it back up, it'll figure itself back up because it's monitoring the fuel level. So when the fuel level ticks up, it figures it needs to rerun the fucking, all the monitors figure out what his octane curve is. And it'll figure itself out. See, I love talking to Japanese guys because they all like
1: you come from RSX, Subaru, things like that, where the ECM is essentially dumb. Yeah. And the German ECM can do so much, pretty much anything. Like I, I get guys all the time and I, no certain friends of mine are going to probably yell at me for this later, but oh shit. I, I have plenty of cars here, and it, they are told they need to go standalone, and we're running United Motorsports software on all of them, and they do not have a single issue doing anything that a standalone ECM can do. The only thing I can't do is I can't put 27 extra sensors all over the car yeah. and input them into the ECM. You'll see a lot of,
0: you'll see a lot of um, what Japanese engines have going for them. And I'm not talking about Subaru engines because they're... Subarus are great because of the drivetrain, right? An STI's drivetrain is a thousand horsepower drivetrain from the factory.
1: Period. Yeah.
0: The engine's a piece of shit. Everything else is great. So you have the opposite
1: on his GTR. It's got a 400 horsepower drivetrain with a thousand horsepower
0: engine. Yeah. Well, he's, got an, he's, got yeah. an he's got an R33. He's got an R. 33 he has got an he has got a real skyline. He's got a real. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. have an R35. Yeah, yeah. Right-hand yeah. drive. Yeah. Oh, okay. On. That's dope.
3: Yeah.
4: Mm.
0: Nobody but, likes a bragger. But,
3: but totally agree
4: <laughs> from
0: to you point. of all people. I know, mean, <laughs> yeah, but, but what to I'm to saying is, point, is like right. But like, what I'm an saying R35 is,
3: R35 is a 400 horsepower drivetrain.
0: Right. So like a Subaru is great yeah, because it's like I yeah I have to deal with a bunch of engine shit, but it's like I can just if I'm willing to get over that I can just fucking keep throwing power at it. And at some point it'll need a clutch, you know, and like, ah, whatever. Right. And that's it. I don't have to worry about anything else. I mean, there's guys running 800 horsepower and factory axles. Yeah, the car just kind yeah. of takes it. Right. But when you get to older Japanese shit, and when I say older Japanese shit, I'm talking one J's two J's. And then all the way up to like, um, the newer VR thirties and like the infinity Q- red sports and all that kinds of shit. Oh, the fart cannons. The fart cannon, they sound horrible. Like, they're fucking gross. But, dude, you can go get a VQ out of a junkyard, and it'll be 300 bucks, and it sounds like shit, but you can strap a turbo to it, and it'll make 500 horsepower. Uh-huh. Like, they're stout. They're fucking stout engines, but they're just not smart. You have to do a lot to them, to your point, electronically with tuning to get them to, like, be cool. And yeah, you can get them to run flex fuel. Like that's the one thing about having a Subaru is that we have a full flex fuel option, right? I can mix tank with 85 and 91 or 93 and it'll fucking figure itself off with cop software. But other than that, it's kind of fucking dumb. So you'll see dudes when they're, even when they're building drift cars these days, if they're making 600 horsepower, 2J S14s, they're all running standalone. They're running Haltech. They're running Haltech or AM Infinity or they're running all this other shit because while the engine can take it, it doesn't know what it's doing. Right, it doesn't know how to like uh, how to compensate for different fuel mixes. It doesn't know how to understand what's happening to it because the factory ECU is just it's just, it's meant to run stock and that's it. You it's can't it's flash it. Down. You it's can't. Out. But, dude, look at Honda. Look at Honda. You have to send me your ECU so that I can <laughs> sit here and dick with it so you can squeeze another hundred horsepower out of your car. Otherwise, it'll grenade yeah. itself because it's gonna lean itself out. It doesn't know to send enough fuel to this. Right. And this is this is on K series. That engine is not that old.
1: Right. uh, Okay. I have a. So, I mean, it's like every fast Honda I know out here, they all run standalone. Every single one of them. Because the engine's
0: Mm -hmm. great and you can throw a bunch of power at it, but it will destroy itself if it doesn't know what to do. And you can't tell the factory ECU to tell it what to do. Realistically, think about the German platform of where we're at with the Volkswagen Audis is
1: Mm -hmm. in the, let's keep it at the MQB Mark 7 stuff. You can probably count the amount of people in the community with standalone on the car with one, maybe two hands. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. And if you actually no look at the it. giant amount of people that have these cars, <clears throat> there's just no reason for it at this point. No one's pushing the car far enough. Like um, unless you're IRAs. <laughs> literally.. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But look at what Hank's doing. Hank stopped the four-cylinder stuff back then. Like Hank yeah. still holds the record five years later yeah. for a nine five. And I know we're all still chasing it. hell. We have a car we're building to chase it. And it, I mean, dude has a 1200 horsepower RS
0: three that still has air conditioning. Like that's fucking amazing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> those
1: cars are fast. Yeah. yeah. It's just, uh, you look at those cars, those need standalone. Like you hit that thousand plus horsepower, but it's but you're in four digits. It's like it. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, you need you need to read EMap and your for you're, for what that is EMAP's fucking, exhaust yeah. back pressure. But it's like you listen, need to if, read crankcase pressure. You need to read uh, all your. EGT's, but you're full commit, like dude. That. If you're four digits, oh yeah, I don't give a
0: fuck what you're building. I don't give a what fucking car it is. If you're four digits, you're full commit. Money is no object. Oh, 100%. It doesn't fucking yeah. matter anymore,
1: right? Yeah. Like, like oh, we I don't do- have. On the four soldiers, I mean, look at it. We're dropping brushless fuel pumps in the cars, and they're good still. I have the TTRS RS3 guys that come here, and we're doing surge tanks in them, like they're going out of style. Just uh, we're doing triple 450 surge tank pump kits I mean, to do power you- these
0: cars. Do you oh, fuck shit. with
3: the, the three-liter turbo? God the damn it, F4? Timmy.
0: Shut the fuck up,
1: dude. Nobody <laughs> else. No, I've
0: honestly, it. I've, I've Look, had... Look, see,
3: even him. Even him. There's, there's nobody stuff fucks that... <laughs>
1: there's some... No, no, no. I can't say nobody fucks with it. Uh, there's some stuff coming oh, out three, of your you sport, actually, believe it or not, that I'm I don't know... I've got it. It's I don't know if I'm, I'm allowed ever to talk about... So you do have it. I have this A2085 tune on my S four, From UM... No, oh, I'm sorry. I oh, thought said no, no, he said 034. United Motorsport has E9, S4, 3-liter turbo stuff. Or what is it? Is it 2.9 or 3-liter? It's, it's a 3-liter. The RS5 yeah, is the 2.9. So he's Jeff has one, his own personal car. And I want to say it makes 550 torque, 500 horsepower. Those numbers kind of stick out. I'd have to look at our techs. But... He's got some cool stuff coming from some different guys. I know he's testing bigger turbos, things like that.
3: I just there's there's nobody on the entire market for the B9S4 that does a flex fuel kit. It's either no. 91, 93, or fully 85. Well, the
1: biggest thing is if you look at the mark sevens, flex is native to the ECM. So all the tuner has to do is enable it. But it doesn't do anything useful. Like United Motorsport, Integrate Engineering, all the guys that have it. They're doing, they actually have software rewritten in the ECM and code developed to change timing,
0: boost, and things like that. Damn.
1: So if that ECM doesn't have it native, then it's hard to add.
0: I see. So you're in, you're, you roll back to standalone territory.
1: Yeah, back right. to
0: standalone. So, like, how well, bad do you want it to be? It's
1: like, um, I'm fine with right the four, I am. Yeah, the four Tim, you don't need no more. I'm faster
5: than no everybody else more. has I'm fine.
1: no a good, a good example would be the 4-liter cars and the Daza cars. The stuff that DS1, Dyno Spectrum is doing with those cars, they use their dongle to add flex fuel. So you pin the flex sensor to the OBD port, and the dongle stays plugged in, and that now, through CAN bus, allows the ECM to now read flex fuel.
0: That's the most ridiculous fucking thing. Through
1: campus, but the stuff's awesome. It, the DS1 if, stuff for those cars pretty much makes it a standalone ECM at that point. This motherfucker like said dongle it, like we're trying to hook up an iPhone every... to a printer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, but no, but it makes your shit run corn, and it'll figure it yeah. out. See, it that's what, fast. That's what. So this is like the older I get, because you know I'm 34. I have a kid. Um, my car's stiff. It rattles because it's stiff. Because when but spoiler alert, when you make cars stiff, they rattle. They don't like that shit, right? I just want something quick, to quick enough to fuck with V8s on the street, and that's comfy um, or whatever.
3: Kyle, it's Kyle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but when I start talk, when I start looking into Kyle, what? How much shit you can do with? german cars like even if you go to bmws right so you look at um the the new m340 eyes the all-wheel drive ones which essentially just have um it's a it's a four-door fucking super with all-wheel drive right it's really much um but there's dudes getting like seven eight hundred horsepower out of those fucking things yeah and it's all like fucking you know it still runs like a factory car granted you're you know you're 70 G's deep before you even start fucking with it, which is real deep pockets, and they're ugly, and they don't sound great. So there's a lot. Yeah, but of
2: neither does Kyle's car, and he's like, "That's half true." It doesn't.
0: Okay, I want. Yeah, here's the thing. I want Bill. I okay. want Billy's opinion on this. Can we objectively agree <laughs> that GT, sounds better than your GTI? That you don't GTIs don't sound cry. bad. Can we just? Are you?
1: I don't want to get into but, it, but. All of them sound bad. They (laughs) sound terrible. I will. I will be the first one and the last one. I actually. I have a car here that Mm. sounds, um, uh, in my opinion, is probably the best sounding Golf R.
0: How much was the exhaust? How much? Still
1: too. It is still too freaking loud to drive. It sounds great. Shit. Yeah, it's never actually it's got career. an <laughs> old Iroz 780 turbo kit on it, and it's got a full three and a half inch custom exhaust we did with one MagnaFlow muffler. But it's loud okay. as hell. That's, that's, but that's nice. exact. Yeah, but but it sounds well,
4: good. I'm running the Eqt oh. Vortex XL with basically a three inch back with MagnaFlow, and it sounds like dog shit.
0: Sounds so Look, if wants good, <laughs> if you want a good sounding me, car, you got to like, go buy a V8. 100% uh, V8 or more, I would, right? I would, I would, no, I would object. And I'm, and I'm only going to say this because I've had multiple co-signers on this. My Subaru sounds, sounds better than Chris's V8 Camaro used to. See, and I would fucking I'd die on that hill. But I hear Subarus
1: and I start having PTSD. I start shaking. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. so for the record,
0: for the record, my Subaru is, and it's really fucking ignorant. But it's essentially straight piped with one resonator in it. So on cold start, it fucking chops like a motherfucker. So that's um, how we'd be. Was. We I would be I good friends in I real life. <laughs> I mean, this is We'd be life. good it's friends in real life. No, my neighbor's like so. Like I'm cool with my neighbor, right? He'd be like, "Hey, are you trying to have a beer tonight?" Whatever. i be able to get home, like where and I'll like pull up in the driveway. I'm like, "Oh, I'm home." He goes, "He goes, bitch! I heard you five minutes ago. I know." <laughs> <laughs> where I live,
1: uh, my lake house, our parking area is high up, and mm-hmm. it, I back my Audi in there. So when I started in the morning, mine's a turbo V8, straight piped out the back, three-inch straight pipe all the way out from the turbos back. So and it. We'll I'll fire that thing up, and the people across the lake will call the cops at six in the morning, six seven in the morning, because it just echoes right across the lake over all the houses, and it wakes everybody up. So, um,
0: your boy with the white golf cart made a really good point. He made a really good point. VR six engines, beautiful, beautiful. I fucking love them. Really? I take a VR. I
1: take my best friends have some of the fastest VR6 cars in the world, and I tell them all the time that I will take their, I'll gladly take their blown up engines and use them as anchors for one of my, one of our boats. <laughs> That's about how good those engines are. Well, they're, they're it's not been a great good episode, guys. We
0: appreciate your time. And,
1: uh, <laughs> hey,
4: let's, let's be real. Wrap this up, wrap they this up. <laughs> performance wise, performance wise, the VR6 like just sucks. Sound wise, they're fucking amazing. And my I yeah. love it. Uh, they don't breathe well. Like it's a terrible design overall.
0: So what the, I, the only here's the only thing that I would say is that and I'm like the one dude I'm probably the only dude here, except maybe Mike. Where, no, I have like a um I like really fast shit, but I also have a real respect for like slower balance shit. Especially when you're talking about driving on the street, right? Like a stock Ford Fiesta ST is fucking hilarious to drive because you basically get to put your pedal to the floor everywhere all the time, constantly, it's never, flat. never. Have you to stop.
1: driven? You ever driven a smart car with the ABS fuse plug? Oh, that dude, it's so fun fucking hell.
0: fun! Yes, I exactly. think it's
1: fun as hell. But, yeah. but it's
0: slow as shit. But it's just fun. It's like a go kart, right? So when you, you think, when I, fuck think fuck of VR6 is, I think of VR sixes, flip it
1: over. Of, you and your friends flip it back.
0: Yeah, it's great. <laughs> but I think of like, so I think of or like um, Mark IV. R32s with an exhaust. And I know HPS back in the day was oh, making no. like 500 horsepower, fucking, you know, whatever. But like a, a, a VR6 something. and a Mark IV GTI with like a nice exhaust on it and like a decent set of coilovers or whatever. And yeah, it's fucking slow, but it's like, it's just got like a thing about it, right? It's got like a vibe when you drive it and you're not winning any races, but it's like a cool way to cruise around. Or it's like a, yeah. like an, like a, um, like an R56 Mini Cooper S with an intake and exhaust on it, right? It's not fast, but it's fun and that kind of shit. And so, like, I just have an appreciation for that kind of car as well because it's a little tamer. It's, you know, if you're just trying to chill and, like, have fun in a car, you can find a windy road and still have a good time and something like that. It's never going to be as, like, it's not as impressive as a car with 900 horsepower. But it's like, you know, they have their own place in the world. My
1: problem with the VR6s is just straight up that, Look at dollar per horsepower.
0: Oh, for 100%. sure. To make your you're VR talking 6, to a guy who owns yeah. a Subaru,
1: dude. Yeah, okay. Yes. <laughs> you get it. You can't take a VR six and you're gonna put 10, 20 grand in it and yes. still not be as fast as the guy with the five cylinder. Yeah, but horsepower.
0: you know what, you know what, you know what though? The fucking Corrado looks way cooler. Uh you don't I can't agree. I can agree with that. Yeah. If, I can agree if with that if somebody and this is, see, this is where they, they make fun of me because they go down a rabbit hole. But, like, all I'm saying is if you took, like, a whole MQB power plant and, like, dropped go. it in a Corrado, tell me that wouldn't be the perfect car.
1: All right. So, here you got Open up your Instagram. And I I'm want you to there. follow. All right. So, op, follow Dick Weeks. D-I-C-K-W-E-E-K-E-S. <laughs> it's one of my close friends, Richie. He has a Corrado. I think it runs eight nines.
0: Holy goddamn shit. Look at this custom,
1: custom front end, VR6, the whole nine yards. That, that's right up your alley.
0: Look at this ridiculous son of a bitch. What the fuck? What
1: the fuck? You'll what love that
0: fuck? car. Holy like shit. There's a bunch what? of pictures of his family. Though. Oh, here we go. Shit.
4: 892
1: yeah. At 167.
0: Front wheel drive?
1: Yep. Front wheel drive. Sport front wheel drive car.
0: Fucking savage. What the fuck? That's an EG hatch, too, by the way, that he's lined up against, which is like <laughs> the giant the fucking giant killer of so all. So if you right?
1: look up uh doesn't we have a lot of those yeah. guys out there. I'd say probably a lot of the drag race guys for those cars are all out here. All the front first, wheel drive cars.
0: You guys got you guys do different shit on the East Coast. Yo, that thing's fucking gangster. I love that Damn. there's something yeah. so, and this is just OG Honda kidding me. There's something so sick about something with fat meats on the front skinny's on the back. I don't know why that Damn. like appeals Richie,
1: to me. But. Richie built that whole car in his garage. Uh, FFE racing did all like the, a lot of the machine work for like the engine, things like that. And it's pretty much the guy to go to for sport. You guys ride, can't hear
0: anything. this, but I can hear this and holy shit.
1: Oh yeah. The hood
0: teardropped hood dump, everything. There's fourth gear. Run it back. Give me the juice. <laughs> Put me in coach. <laughs> oh, he's, he's are sick. Their drivability tuning. right? There.
4: That's awesome. All right. Well, see,
0: I told, that, I told right, you yeah, right that I told you that you're right in alley. That shit's fucking sick. I don't give a DR6 fuck. Turbo I, Corrado. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so with it. I don't like, oh, it's stupid and it doesn't work and it's, there's way easier ways to do it. Yeah, but do they sound like this? Do they sound like Chewbacca's getting strangled? No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But I'm like the ignorant one, right? Like, I'm, my heart just, like, has always gone to just, like, stupid shit because it's different, right? Like, there's a real strong argument for the stuff that you guys do with MQBs because it fucking works and it's consistent, and yes. it's predictable. I right? tell
1: everybody that we will give you the cookie cutter to make power. It'll work probably roughly 95% of the time, which is and more than you can get at anything else. Something crazy. Yeah. Um, like I tell everyone this we have, let's see recently. We've probably had about five to 10 problem cars that yeah. just the break all the time, things like that. But year to date and the service writer guys will understand this. We've had about. Hold on, my mouse work. Fucking screens all over. He's going to pull data.
0: I know. We're getting screen. We're getting fucking. We're getting we get spreadsheets. Have... I love spreadsheets. i not no. a service rider
3: anymore. <laughs> 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 As of today.
0: Hey, raise your fired. hand if you've been be fired. fired by no. the Nilo Company.
1: Hey. Sheesh. <laughs> you guys are
0: popular here. So, in the past year,
1: we have. Done 1150 work orders here. Okay. Wow.
0: And you have five to ten problems? Five
1: to ten recently that have been a problem. Okay, yeah, so that's, that's an a-
0: average of a seven point five percent failure rate. No, less yeah. than that. Yeah. No, no it's less than that. Yeah. it's a- like, awesome like a three point five percent failure rate. Yeah. It's
1: like it's like the COVID death rate at this point. <laughs>
0: like point point zero. We are zero, zero, not zero. fucking going there. Okay. We are not gonna fucking go there. We're just, we just don't, we just. The only <laughs> political comment that I've ever made on this entire podcast is that QAnon <laughs> folks are nuts, and I left it at that, and we moved on with our lives.
1: <laughs>
0: so we're just. Uh, if you want political leaning automotive is content,
1: so spread that it gets crazy when we're all put in a room because yeah. everyone has a different opinion. No, so are, so are mine,
0: but it's like listen, we, I've we're I've, probably all similar. I've listened to like I've listened to The Smoking Tire for a long time. And Matt Fair is great, but he's very left. And sometimes it's like, obnoxiously, he is a dick. No, he's a huge prick, but yeah. he's also really funny. And he has a lot of like intelligent things to say when it comes to cars, but he is very entitled and he thinks he owns so he didn't it. Read but... the brochure. No, 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 he just, dude, he's been around, <laughs> he's been around cars forever. But like, he also forgets that his dad like ran Ralph Lauren And like, he says that he understands that level of privilege and then sometimes says some shit and it's like, he's like, oh, just buy the Porsche. And it's like, bitch, the fuck (laughs) (laughs) fucking Porsche, bitch. Right. So, right. But my point is, is that he's very left leaning, right? Um, Which is fine. You believe whatever the fuck you believe. I don't really give a shit. But at the same time, it's like when we started this, we started this podcast with the objective of like regular fucking dude car talk, right? And when d- regular dudes are talking about cars, politics don't come up. We're talking about cars. No, the,
1: the only thing that should come up in cars and politics is Smog how glass. fucking funny when you go to uh, gas pumps, the Joe Biden stickers that just say. Those, are, dude, objectively <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> Those are objectively funny. Those are funny. I don't care what side of the aisle. No, island. that's oh, funny.
0: like that's fucking funny. Like,
1: that's great. Yeah. yeah. Because no, regardless were... if it was Joe Biden or not it'd be whoever whatever president in office yeah. those no, those, it would be those
0: stickers yeah, 100%. yeah. The, the first thing that i think of is uh, like the old pbs fucking i made this like that's the first fucking thing that happened <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah no i went no i went to a gas station the other day and you could see that somebody who works there had peeled like a million of those stickers up off the pumps <laughs> like you just see the re- it was just like a rough approximation <laughs> of well, the Texas. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> shit yeah
1: when you're Jeez. in Texas, they're over. They're overlapping on the gas pump.
0: Oh no, there was no. That was the pump I was at. Had I counted fourteen of them, ripped off that one pump. <laughs> Jeez, like somebody saw really. that somebody else had pulled it off, so they put another one on. You know what I'm saying? And they're like, "Oh, we're going to do it Not again Not
4: today, sir. Not, Not today, today, sir.
0: Goddamn communist." Anyway.
4: <laughs> um. So, Billy, if you get back on your your. Uh the stuff you guys are selling. So I bought a RS three fuel pump original. What's the retro kit like? What is Do you it have a changing? silver or a black controller? Black controller. Why does it matter okay, what color it so, is? Why has it gotta be black? Uh,
1: well, so the silver controllers <laughs> and it, you know what, we've said it enough, Sorry. In the email, so it doesn't matter to me uh, whether I get yelled at or not. The silver controller, we found that depending on your tuner, it could be driven too hard and would overheat. And it would overheat so badly. No, the module. The module would overheat so badly that the case would split. And one of the things that I have to remember here is that when we do our testing, we do it all with United Motorsport. So if I test 10 cars with UM for a month or two and I have no problems, I'm good with that. Then when it hits the real world and all different Cobb tuners, you get guys that still for some reason think Eurodyne's good at all. Uh, <laughs> and it, the Anything different Anything that ends pro- in dying,
0: really. Any, you know, yeah. like we've evolved past that as a society. No, it's fine.
1: Shout out to Chris Tapp. I still hate you at Eurodyne. <laughs> but um, <laughs> what's it called? We'll, uh, but at the end of the day, every tuner tuned the pump differently. Yeah. So... Sometimes you would have modules overheat. Sometimes you don't. And we would literally find that specifically didn't matter who was tuning it. It was on the cob platform. The silver controller would overheat. Yeah. And it, I wish I could tell you why I'm not an electrical engineer. I couldn't tell you the exact specifications of it. A lot of the times when I'd have people send me logs, it looked as if, I don't know if it's a cob thing. I don't know if it's a tuner thing. But they run much higher pressure out of the fuel pump, so a lot of times you'll just see the fuel pressure ramping and just bouncing off the regulator.
0: So, like when and you say a it, Cobb thing, do you, these are like dudes that. running off-the-shelf maps from Cobb?
1: No, 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 custom, custom tuners teams, didn't, okay. didn't matter.
0: The tuner though—that was the big thing. Yeah, to that's take what I was saying. Like that's because like it for didn't a, matter the tuner because like for a Subaru guy, it's like unless you're buying nope. your power package from Cobb right like you use you merely use the access <clears throat> port as a platform to have somebody custom yeah. tune it right like like my shit i you know had my tuner send me a lint map so i could drive it out to him yeah, who actually whatever.
1: uses cob well when it comes down to it the the brushless pumps for what we're doing for lack of better words it's they're all not really done correctly at the end of the day they're done to work the correct way to doing it would be with like $1,000 control modules specifically programmed to which pump you're running at what time. But let's be real. How many guys with GTIs and Golf R's are going to spend oh. two to three grand on a drop in fuel pump to make to support 500 horsepower? No one. When it comes down Kyle, to it. Kyle is so, that ignorant for the record. I'm that guy, guy. maybe.
5: When you're it comes down to it, you're probably the RS3 controller
1: Oh, the RS3 controller with the RS3 fuel pump works amazing. And it is yeah. a great pair because they are made to work together. The OEM black p controller, just, it doesn't get hot. You can drive the pumps 100%. And honestly, before you burn the controller up, you're going to burn the pump up. Like, uh, and I have seen that. We've had a couple cars where the pumps are driven way higher than they should be. You guys send me pictures, I think, out of probably the hundreds of kits we sold it's like maybe a couple where the top of the hat is melted at the connector. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And Yeah, what's what's the
4: biggest change? So I bought-
1: So you have our RS3 pump and you're talking about what we have coming now where it's the ProTech setup, right?
4: I think so. So our newest- newest,
1: You guys just released something new. Yeah, so that's the ProTech fuel pump. What it is, we partnered with ProTech in the United Kingdom they build now around the golf top hats. So you either get green or blue top hat now with all the OEM connections in it. So there's no more cutting and splicing of the level sensors. You just plug everything and play. And yeah. then we sort it all with our harness and controller and everything like that. The ProTech pump is made pretty much to support our Garrett kits as a drop-in solution. Okay. And it's priced now the same as competitors RS3 pumps. Really, the And the main advantage to that is we also can add in a lift pump. Uh, we use the OEM connection on the top hat where yeah. the brush pump used to be. You wire that now inside with plug and play harness that we'll provide. All of that will go <clears throat> to your lift pump. The lift pump now keeps your basket filled and you can drive the car down to low mileage and not have fuel slosh issue of when you like launch the car and shit like that. Right, right, right that's the major difference. It's just more output and you can add on a lift pump now. And the OEM connections are now there. There's no more plug in. There's no more adapters needed, things like that.
4: So basically everything is plug and play. I mean, it's still like you add the ground to that one little spot, right? (laughs)
1: Nope. No more adding to the ground. Oh Shit. Okay. So that's nice. It is, it is now for lack of better words, I'm sorry if I offend anyone. It is now idiot proof. It should take no more than 10 to 15 minutes to put in your driveway. And it.
3: I mean, I'm an idiot. It we can theater. see if that that's true. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'm an
1: idiot too, depending <laughs> on who you ask. So does the lift pump just sit outside the basket? Yep. Uh, on the golf R's. And I just, I can't remember off the top of my head. I have to look in. I have fuel tanks that are all like cut up with the tops out of them. On the R's, there's actually lines in the tank that are perfect where you zip tie the lift pump lift pumps like yay big yeah that big super simple and you can just cable tie it up in there it doesn't make any noise doesn't rattle doesn't cause any issues and then it's just one hose with a filter that goes to the back and one that comes over the side and just keeps the basket filled
0: so, is that an answer to the question of this dude who was asking, does the lift pump just sit outside the basket? Because yeah. I got to get yeah. a beverage. Yeah. yeah. So, I, make like sure like people I have, your, questions your, we're That's
4: I have your setup right before I can't even see any of the chat stuff. So, yeah. So, I have you click your setup on the chat part. Right...
3: Sounds like yeah. you're under 30 and don't know how to work. Technology. It says, welcome... <laughs> it says welcome, to chat. <laughs> welcome to the chat room.
0: <laughs>
1: okay, so the somebody
4: asked why, ask EQT why they melt like I'm He was talking I'm... to them.
0: He was talking about the modules. So the was, modules that sh- was, the that was that a shade was it was a shady comment? Like it looks like it. boys. Well, here's um... what I
1: say to that. It wasn't it's not exclusive to EQT. It's not. It's not. No. But, I've uh... never had United Motorsport melt one. Jeff will Jeff I think has posted online that he's never melted one either. Um they just they go. I can't put it any other way. I don't know why it's specific to the Cobb guys. I've seen a couple Eurodyne ones here and there, but it was very, very specific to the Cobb ones. And I don't know if that's because there were more Cobb guys buying them because Cobb is much more prevalent. But for instance, here at the shop, I've had zero of them melt. The ones that I've had to replace, actually, I shouldn't say zero. There's probably a couple that I forgot about here and there. Maybe you, oh, can yeah. acu-
0: you can attribute that to part failure, though, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh,
1: I don't know. It's one of those things where the silver controller was very reliable when Hank was using it. Uh-huh. Because it's a Touregg brushless fuel pump controller right. from, yep.
0: um, I think, a diesel Touregg. Yeah. Yes. Kyle yes. And I taught, this and was all the shit I told Kyle to put in his car like a million years yeah. ago. Because that was like the joint. Yeah. Because right? yeah. yep. it's essentially yeah. like damn near the fucking Veyron. Set set up, like they're almost yeah. Um, ah. No, so the Veyron pump
1: is about a five ninety liter an hour pump, if I remember, and the RS three one comes in at about a five hundred and twenty liter an hour pump, five hundred and thirty. So,
0: (laughs) it's which is not surprising. What's a W sixteen fucking engine that you have to feed? Like, let's not yeah yeah. Call it a small Veyron pump, right? But
1: the Veyron pump guys on the RS threes when they're trying to hit a thousand, they're seeing the same issue. But instead of oh. burning controllers, they're burning the pumps. Like we have two TTRSs; uh, they're both IROS pumped cars, single IROS Veyron pumps, and they both now need surge tank setups because the single pump is burning up and can't handle the power.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the thing, though. Too is like when you're trying to push that kind of power, if you can't feed it, man. You know what I mean? You're gonna like you're gonna really start to see the you're stress testing everything, right? At that point. Yeah, like like how lot hard of... is everything running? Right.
1: Yeah. A lot of it is that I don't know how familiar you guys are with the Mark Seven like Warball stuff. The biggest yeah. thing is that the Warble shit sucks.
0: I don't care it who does. makes
1: it either. Like every manufacturer sucks. Hell, I have a Walburrow kit here that we used to do, and it, I get people that still want to buy them, and I'm like why i'm like spend the money for it uh we even sell now since we're doing the ProTech stuff we sell you all we can sell you all the stuff now to do your own rs3 setup you don't have to spend whatever i i don't even know what they cost off of like competitors websites and things like that but but for the cost you You can can buy a used rs3 pump for three, four hundred bucks. Yeah. Hell, you could buy them new for four five hundred bucks from the dealer. Yeah. The modules hundred and fifty bucks yep. from a dealer, or you could buy it from ours. And we sell you a, the module harness and all the fittings to plug and play it for I think it's 250 bucks plus shipping. Yeah. So you could build you could piece together your own RS3 pump kit for now $650, six fifty, seven hundred bucks. Yeah. You don't need to and, spend thirteen hundred on that.
0: And that's like the thing I think that's like when you're, when you're fucking with something like, and I think this is, let me finish the sentence properly. When you're dealing with products <laughs> like the Volkswagen group, where you have such a high performance ceiling in the catalog of their products. Cause you, when you hit the tip top, you're talking fucking Sharon, you're talking 911 nine 11 turbo. You're talking, right. You have all of these products in the umbrella of the family that power these incredible vehicles, but they're still basically designed to talk to each other even if you're going yeah. down to a lower performance vehicle like a GTI, that's the way to go. Like if you can buy an OEM part that will fit that the application that you're trying to hit and give you the ability to hit the number you're trying to hit, whatever that may be, whether it be, perf- you know, braking performance, whether it be, you know, putting nine eleven brakes on a fucking golf R, whatever the fucking case may be. Right. If you can pull something from the factory, OEM parts are so rigorously tested and just so overdeveloped like dude if you can find an oem part that works put the fucking oem part on it dude like don't go to the aftermarket
1: don't even get me started yeah. on volkswagen water pumps and injectors and <laughs> 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 they, they can't make any of that stuff since what 1999 yeah, that actually works that's yeah. totally fair that's
0: totally. but what i'm talking again going back to like a subaru guy like where it's like computer. the sti is like the cream of the crop it's like yeah but it's slow so like i need to make that thing fast it's like well i don't know get fucked or something Go figure it out. No. You know what I mean, like, dude. They've literally said like, oh, we're not going to make the STI faster because there's a ton of aftermarket support. That's from yeah. the company, right? So it's like, okay, so I just have to figure it out, and I and, just have to
3: do it myself. And I buy you can this stock car for forty five thousand dollars and forty five fucking
0: grand, and I have to go get fucking <laughs> buy some shit from AAM. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's like,
3: yeah, so that I can keep yeah. up with the call fire. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So, we spent 50 new- grand and put 700 bucks in it. Yeah, no, I get it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I think mind that, you- like, you guys were talking about like the RS3 pump and it, going to turbo kits now. What made the RS3 pump so easy to put in was the fact that it was plug and play. Right. Exactly. Yes. And it, if you look at the turbo kits now that are on the market, it's us and one other person that makes a full frame kit, more or less, for now. I'm sure there's going to be a hundred of them. There's another company's full frame kit local to us that isn't very fast. So what do you, really mean, you haven't heard of eBay. There's probably like, <laughs> <more>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, uh, shut up. Timmy. I mean, one of the cool things that we have coming out that I probably will announce either right before, or right after the new year is or right now. We actually now. have or right uh, now. Okay. Or right, right. Now. right now. And I've teased that it is we have as far as I know, one of the only internally gated Garrett turbo kits for these cars right now. We have the internally Garrett, internally gated Garrett G thirty seven seventy on a car running, driving, tuning, and he the
4: thing's You great. need a West Coast car to run it.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
5: Who are you, you gotta, tuned you gotta
1: with? Sign up. You got to sign up right now. He's, he's tuned, tuned with EQT.
5: Tuned.
1: Okay, so he's tuned with EQT. I put this on the EQT page for anyone that's interested i will sell them one of our externally externally gated kits at 10% over cost just so that <laughs> it can get tuned on eqt but the stipulation is you have if it if ed can't make it work or you have a problem with it because it'll be the fir- it would be the first cob one whoever wants it you can't get a refund from Ed, and you can't get a refund from me. You got to figure oh, it out. Oh, Kyle's stupid
0: that. enough to do this. Ten yes, out of ten. Yes. Because <laughs> because Ed,
1: it doesn't matter if it can work or not. If anyone can figure it out, it'll probably be Ed. And yeah. it, if he can't, it'll probably be a problem. Kyle's your uncleberry.
0: Kyle's your fucking and huckleberry. Yeah, it'll appreciate. probably be. Oh, it Billy, would be realistically gonna, at
1: that point. Billy, a, not like a, a Kyle's
2: buying that
3: a four. Cobblum <laughs> um, so. <laughs>
2: Billy, oh, you understand the that thing. Kyle all has the time that two keep, engines sitting in the garage, it. right? You, you right. understand this? Kyle Kyle's has ready to blow. two engines ready to go in the garage <laughs> man, in case this shit is, blows up. Is so well I said, we well past it. the point of giving a fuck." Well past the point of
0: giving a fuck. Yeah, like,
2: "Okay, hey, we're ready for this shit to blow up, and we thought it was going to blow up like six months ago." I mean, like, but it was like six months ago.
0: So wait, here's a real question. I this and this is because this is something I've been trying to get Kyle to do forever. Mainly because we never got a two door Golf R, yeah. Right, Kyle has a two door GTI. How difficult and bullshitty is that all wheel drive conversion,
1: Kyle? If you want, I'll send you a parts list offline of this that I just don't share with people. I'm done. And I you, mean, I have it's to... an MQB car, it should be very, very simple.
0: Let's, I mean, fucking let's go, let's baby. Let's, let's go over it. it. Hold
4: on, hold on, time out. The... Golf R trends. Drive what kind line. of gti do you have the uh g uh performance package or no no i no but i have stop type uh uh brakes like i asked do you don't have EDIs, L- though, right i have a weight track lsd
1: okay so all you have to do for your car specifically is change the inner axle seal oh wait you a manual or a dsg manual okay perfect. All you have to do is change your inner diff seal and put a manual uh Golf R wavetrack trans in, and you'll Easy have an old drive transmission.
4: Easy money.
0: And this guy says no! he has to put a spare tire tray, as the spare tire tray has to be changed.
4: Yep. Yes, yes. The GTIs is deep. Yeah, because now you have to change all so, four wheels.
0: So you wait, 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 wait. wait. So so let, me that... get, let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. He needs a new diff, he needs a new tranny, and then he needs a yep. drive, he needs a custom drive. So no, he track.
1: doesn't he doesn't need a new tranny. He just literally has to change the diff. In the tranny uh-huh. and change the diff seal okay. on the engine side, but he would
0: need a custom drive shaft because the U.S. spec, or you could nope. get a German spec. No, you could get no. the German it's, spec. All far drive shaft
1: would be the same. the same. It's all MQB, so, so the same exact car. Bryce, Even though the
0: other one's longer,
1: <laughs> it's not longer. It's the same. So, platform. what do you want to say about Bryce? Because that could segue us into something.
4: So, cool. Oh fuck! Bryce, I would love to hear
0: this shit. Let's go.
4: <laughs> Bryce will sell me his dog box. I just need a drive line. The rear axles, the rear diff, the Haldex controller, the gas tank, and the exhaust.
3: Yep. Yeah. Wait to go to make his S3 a manual.
0: No, no, no. no. To make to my make... GTI oh, all drive. Drive. drive.
1: Yeah.
0: Or he less, to he wants
1: front wheel drive. And you the would need S3? the rear subframe too. No. No, 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 yeah. no. To Top make frame. Kyle's. To make Kyle's
0: subframe.
3: Yeah,
2: subframe He still as has well. the other yeah. car. He's trying to get like put it back to stock.
1: Yeah. Oh, I didn't know
3: he
0: still had the other car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, this dude says that uh, Bryce already sold the dog box. Oh. God damn it, Bryce, dude, if anything, you should be hitting up fucking Kyle to figure out where the fuck he got his dog box no, from. So,
1: if you need, the, so the dog box, actually, one of my best friends is the one that makes them all. There you uh, go, FFE Racing. That's, That's the yeah. same yeah. guy
0: that Gurney bought his you're fucking talk, dog box from. To Eddie yes. over Stop at FFE, FFE Racing. Look at how deep we are in the fucking. Oh. MQB to community. No <laughs> he will
1: gladly sell you one. I can help you locate it. You need a Mark 5 or 6 transmission for it, though, because the synchros change between 6 and 7s. the Synchros change and I have one apart. It's the input shaft it has like a pressed on collar instead yeah. of clips. The slide so collar. Oh, circular so oh, collar. Yeah, so the gears don't fit on the newer stuff. But speaking of Bryce, Probably the worst kept secret on the internet is we actually bought Bryce's old car, the Blue Golf R. God, really? Damn. Yep, we bought that. Uh, It's actually at FFE right now, getting a cage and shoot setup done, and that's going to be our new race car to yeah. shoot the record with it. Fuck yeah! Ovid, Ovid Fuck and yeah. I, Ovid and I bought it, and we're gonna. That thing will probably be sent to the moon, hard as hell, because. Neither Boy, one of us needs to daily trailer? drive it. So it could just, it just keep blowing alert.
4: up. Care. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler Yeah, oh, that's, that's going to be a nice car. That's awesome, it's dude. It's all done. Let's go. Uh,
0: Holy fuck, man.
1: We have a fully set up engine for it already. We're going to do our kit on it. The whole point, though, of what we want to do with the car is I don't want to shoot for the record race with it or it's anything with 10, it. RPM. <laughs> yeah i i don't want to do anything with that car that damn. we can't offer to the public as well so yeah, it's not going to have okay. a bunch of one-off parts on it it's not going to have like
0: that's fucking
1: tight all that's sorts of crazy cool. shit on it that's going to be hey you use it as you development platform exactly that's yeah. fucking sick. yeah It'll it would be something where like hey you want to run you want to do this? Alex this is what it's going to take, and it's Don't probably going to break a lot. It's going to happen. This is it's what happening.
0: happening. I, I fuck fucking hate you. So here's <laughs> – I'm gonna, tell, I'm gonna I'm so gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you like this, Mike. I'm gonna be real fucking honest with you. I'm gonna be real fucking serious with you. <laughs> there better be a, some fucking shipbox 240 or 180. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> so here's the thing is that I can't I've, be the
2: only goddamn Japanese one. What I really want be, in my yeah.
0: every 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 Japanese car that my heart pines for is 30 years old.
2: So what? My STI,
0: no, they don't, they don't all cost too much, but like, I need it now. I need a quick daily, like, now, right? And like, I need something more comfortable than my STI. And you already know that, like, when you, you know, your 15 was probably rattling like a motherfucker before you sold the two.
2: (laughs) The only rattle was the back speaker on the right side. That's just because you don't, you mean the one that goes
0: the whole time you're driving? Yeah, that one. It was fucking
2: three inch straight pipe. Like I didn't hear that shit. You've heard road my road. car
0: before. Oh, so you could this I want you okay, Billy, I want you to like just be what here. No, 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 no. I want you to be here and just hear this bullshit <laughs> rationalization that's going on. I don't care how bad my car is rattling itself apart. I can't hear it over the obnoxious exhaust anyway. That's the fucking <laughs> logic. Here. It's
3: a fucking fact. It's a fucking fact. By the way, Mike, my door panel is still rattling.
4: Nobody cares. That bitch I is out of warranty, care. and you're fucking <laughs> unemployed.
0: Get fucked. Hey, so. you got Bring <laughs> <right now, bitch. laughs> <gotta warn> <laughs> fucking radio <laughs> up.
4: Speaking of like A to B parts, you the first time, shot. so I had Mike over. Who else is over? <laughs> Just what, Mike. When what? When I was doing my A to B, like MPI. Yeah, uh,
2: Literally was everyone Benny, was there. I have Chris, video of it that I've never. Everybody except Chris for Lenny was there. I was yeah. already here, yeah.
4: So, I, I will, wasn't there. Bro, talk oh, about man. minus me, like, figuring out, like, how everything gets plugged in. Uh, and then a little bit of shaving of the, like, valve cover. Like, fucking yep. awesome kit, by the way.
1: Thank you.
4: Uh, fit and finish. Uh, I You guys came out with the spacer kit, like, right after, like, everything I ordered. Uh, I'm the one who powder-coated it matte black. Yep. like. yeah Yeah, i love that um so just so like it blends in nobody sees it you know if i pop the hood the only thing that like really pops now is the uh apr like it's the apr catch can like setup like because it's i mean it's loud right like you see the lines and all that bullshit but you look hard enough you've
0: always had like a really well put (laughs) together car like Kyle's GTR is a GTR. GTI is one of the cleanest cars I've seen in person in a very long time. Like it's just very well put together. You know what I mean? Like and I appreciate I just like that the it.
4: the simple like setup, the simple touch to things, the simple look to things. Like it looks OEM. You know, but if Mitch, you look a hard enough,
0: fucking no, a billet PCV plate does not look oh with AN fittings coming out. That does not look ohm. Oh,
4: it doesn't now, but <laughs> right, like it did. So, it did before. He wanted so, more like, power, so he got well, more power. With what fittings. Kyle's
1: saying though, if you if he didn't have the APR catch can, all of our hardware fits underneath the stock engine cover.
5: Uh-huh. See, that so was a,
1: that was a big thing. Yeah. Was that we wanted to keep both engine mount brackets mm-hmm. on the car. So that you could put the engine cover on it. Everything that's on our kit, even though there's, it's ever evolving, is only there. And the only reason I ever even started making my own parts was because there were a lot of companies that I work with that would not accept our feedback. It was well, you installed it wrong, or hmm. oh, well, I don't need always, to change that. Yeah, it's always user errors. So- <laughs> like S- here, errors, Kyle, for well, example, like- has his. He just said he had to shave down the valve cover. That was a big thing because what happens is, as with anything, we fit probably five ten of them did a shit ton of the fuel rails in house. Well, then yeah. we start shipping them and we start getting guys calling us going, hey, the fuel rail with the three six or three SNPT fitting on the side then with your lines on it actually crashes into the valve cover the fitting does yeah and I look at the cars here in the shop and I go, no, it doesn't. Uh, you're installing it wrong, and then they're sending me pictures. And Volkswagen and Audi had inconsistent. The casting of the head was so inconsistent. Yeah, just like a Subaru engine's inconsistently built on the bottom Rude, end. But accurate, they uh, you actually would have to grind it down on some of the cars to fit. And I you know I and, was, in, I in, was uh, literally... in professional terms, it's clearancing. You have yeah. to clearance the valve cover so that the fitting. Yeah,
0: you should get. see the. You should see my exhaust. It's clearance real good.
1: I was like, <laughs> no, put your headphones
4: back on, Billy. He's already gone. We've already lost him.
0: <laughs> He's going to get milk and cigarettes. He'll so be back in three to 18
3: shop years. is on fire.
0: So scroll. Uh, sorry. So, oh, here I he goes. Oh, we got parts. I so, was oh, show and tell. So here's the rail that
1: Kyle has. It has yep. this fitting on it. Yes, when sir. you put the AN fitting on it from our, you have our new XRP lines, right? The crimping, so, the crimped
4: on lines. We will go offline about that. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> anyways, uh, so if the, you have, so, if you have the new XRP lines, yeah, it,
1: it, everything clears and it, it goes onto the fitting here. Problem is that this fitting on the end of the rail now has, uh, how can I put it? It pushes the female AN too far out to here. Yes. So that's where it touches the valve cover. What we did is now third revision, and I'm sure. Someone's going to yell at me for this. Is we now modified the end again, if you could see. So it it kicks up. up. Yeah, it
0: kicks up. Yeah.
1: Instead of just the angle, now you have the sweep. And instead of the three ace NPT, you can now, you can actually now have it's dash eight. I was, there's dash eight (laughs) ORB here.
4: So. I don't, we haven't released the video like footage of me doing the install that's of, my yeah, fault
0: cuz i'm bad at editing stuff yeah fuck and you it, out yeah hey it's so, just a i tell everyone was, straight
1: up I, tell everyone that installs our parts give me the brutal honest feedback yeah. because it's the only way we can ever improve this
4: right.
1: so, it it. Like, so it looks Rosed like so looks like you
4: you may have fixed it i was literally cussing at i had Quite the moment I had my GoPro <laughs> on my, I think it was on my chest, uh, and I was like, you know, F A to B this, F B to B that, right? <laughs> Nothing was, I haven't heard before, right? So like, I I love the fit and finish, right? I love plug and play, like if it yep. goes together, like perfect, right? At the end of the day, everything worked, uh, everything was functional. Uh, i just had to do a little bit of shaving of my valve cover like not that big of a deal um i was like if they just did this or did this it would fit perfect everything would work fine and it looks like you guys fixed it um, so at that moment in time i was pretty upset because all they had to do was like change the angle of the fuel rail or change the angle of the fitting looks it looks like you guys you know Just fixed it much. right
1: it's so, such a small also, degree what also made the big difference is you no longer need this adapter so what we did with our xrp lines is we got in touch with xrp dave over there's awesome dude to work with and what they did is they actually made us a couple custom fittings. So now what we have is we have the our Pro Plus line that's bigger than normal dash 6 line. I'd say it's it's like oh man, it's like 10 to 20% smaller than a dash 8 line is. So it's like you have a dash 8 line with the size of a dash 6 line. That line now has a crimp fitting that actually goes to dash 8 ORB. So now you don't have any uh, stupid adapters coming off. You're fitting now screws directly into the rail and now clearances your valve cover perfectly out the side. So there's no more having to grind any of that or change anything.
4: Perfect. There's also a space. What the hell was it like? So from the. You have a
1: billet manifold? No, I have a, a Euro manifold. Okay. So if you have a billet manifold, we came out with a spacer kit that moves the rail 13 millimeter away from right. the flange face. Yep. If you have a Euro manifold, because the nutserts are set recessed, you would need, um, which we started including with all of them. You would have to use the same bolts, but I think we included a three millimeter spacer. Yeah. That would move the rail just the enough that you would need because when you install our certs, they actually go in, you screw them in and they break. So now they're permanent into the manifold and they break a little bit above the boss that they screw into. Yeah. I, also, uh, I think you were actually the one that reached out to us to tell us that, that it was not right. And I was like, Oh shit. That's the first one I've had because when we do MPI here and I know probably every other shop does it this way uh, secrets out a lot of the times. we do MPI on the car manifold never comes off.
4: Yeah that I never pulled my manifold to do the MPI at all. Like um there was also one other thing I I left out where the um damn it forgive my memory here where the rail goes into that little junction box back down to the uh fuel pump. Yep. So let's get small junction box. I left out a fuel line because I didn't like how like I think it was like a kink or an angle. Where it was that? I'll, I'll send you a picture later. Yeah, send me a I'm, picture. Yeah, I have a line sitting at, the, uh, at my shop True. where I left out that basically it left a smoother line to the fuel pump. Uh, um, uh, I'm trying to think. Um, we'll talk, of- yeah. We'll talk offline Yeah, that's why I
1: asked, like, do you have the XRP lines or do you have the old, old stuff? I probably have. Is the fuel line massive with no crimped on fittings?
4: No, it's all crimped shit, but.
1: So that's XRP one. Yeah, Yeah, there's a (laughs) routing that we did for the one line. Uh, We've actually made a running revision of that. So that the line from the fuel rail to the, I guess you'd say the firewall there by the coolant yep. bottle. Yep. That line itself is now shorter. and Perfect. It, <clears throat> Yeah, I think like the yeah. first five or so kits, if you got one of those, the line was written down wrong on the measurement sheet. Gotcha. So it, what you'd have to do with that line is you'd bring it down the coolant bottle and then you'd have to loop it around the coolant line on the side to make it work correctly.
4: Yeah, I, I took that extra line and tossed it. <laughs> <laughs> gotta do it because, well see know, this is the I'm thing that like, I always I...
1: want to make customers aware of is if you have problems like that they need to reach out yeah. you know what I mean including yourself because like, yeah. if you reached out and got in touch with us before it was I'll self admit it was probably very difficult sure. but we've been working to fix that and now it would have been as simple as hey let me crimp you a new line and exchange it
0: it's so funny to just like hear this like back and forth because like I've been, I've like been on a factory production line before and granted it was working for like the, the last example you would ever want to use for like how to build a car company.
3: Yeah. that uh, Don't even say it. We don't need to say it.
0: All I'm going to say is they build really fast toasters. Anyway, um great appliances and maybe you can play video games on them now and they run with half a steering wheel, but whatever. Um, but like I've seen firsthand how, like, you know, you say, oh, we're doing running revisions on our parts and we're doing this and that auto manufacturers do that on their cars. Well, and Volkswagen's
1: revised the injector 27 times. So why yeah. can't I revise a part four times? Right. Exactly, it's right. About, but it's like, but they don't tell anybody so that shit, right? they don't, packs.
0: they don't say that. No like, coal that's coal not, not, that's not like a, oh, we have <laughs> a, <you> know, <laughs> we have a 19.1.5. We don't, you know, they don't tell people that like, unless the exterior changes, Right. Or there's some notable exactly. change. There's no, and that's like,
1: one of the big things is like a lot of times, I don't know, I'd say 60% of the time you run into it. Works every time. Like yeah. you'll have a guy that puts a <laughs> pin into an ECM backwards. They were told by their friend to use, I don't know, uh, a pin or something to something generic to push a fucking pin out like one the of the dummy pins yeah. Yeah. and yeah, they, break the, they break the 105 pin connector. You get stupid shit like that. But when it comes down to actual fit and finish, unless somebody tells me that there's something wrong with it, I don't know. And unless I can work you through it Billy. to the point where it's like easy to do, then it, I have to change it. Yeah, well, I think Billy. that's the thing, then, too, is
0: like, like... Hold on,
4: hold on. Send every sorry, Dad's talking. development, in <laughs> de- any new product to me, and I'll give you honest criticism. Okay.
0: This shit sucks. I shouldn't have paid for it and asked for a free, free uh, asked for a refund. But I am making seven hundred. I'll pay for the shit. No, no, no.
4: I'll pay for the shit. I don't care. What I was, what I was gonna say uh, is like,
0: like as somebody like in your, in your situation, right? Like you were saying, like, oh, dude, fucked up a connector. You can kind of know over the phone, like, oh, you fucked up the connector. But if it's like, hey, I bolted this thing to the place it's supposed to get bolted to, and now it collides with something else. Does that like ring in your head? Like, oh, either yeah. A, there's an inconsistency in manufacturing, or like B, this dude is a complete fucking dumbass and like mounted apart upside down? I, I've had both. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've actually had I, my, I've I, actually done it myself. So I,
1: <laughs> I can't argue with that.
4: I've, I've done the MPI like wiring harness, like just had a long day. We were doing GTR shit. We were doing my uh God, my we have the most
0: first fucking world problem. Yeah. Oh, we were working on two <laughs> GTRs in the same day.
4: Yeah. <laughs> we were two fucking... <laughs> GTRs the same day where I had swapped Sorry. the MPI harness and I was like super mad at A2B and I was like, this shit should be plug and play, blah, blah, blah. Posted a picture. I'm so and glad I never
0: like, released this video. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> Posted
4: a picture and somebody was like, yo, bro. That doesn't look right. I was like, that I think I look did. Right.
1: You ran the harness you, on the you, wrong side.
4: Hundred percent. I swapped the harness and was like, oh fuck me. I remember right. that. <laughs> I remember
1: that post. <laughs> 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 One of one yeah, of my many friends yeah. sent me and was like, dude, this guy's ripping on you. And I'm looking at the photo and I'm like, I even at first Shit, was, was like, wrong. huh? I'm like, yeah, that looks because something's weird about this, but it looks right still. And then I'm like, no, the harness is flipped and wrapped routed the wrong way around the manifold. Be-
4: Yeah, because in my head, the harness should be laid like this, right? I remember this conversation, actually. Manufacturer manufacturer spec, like, because I work for a dealership, I'd be like, this looks right. It's not fitting right. I have to, like, open up the harness, move this wire harness to this right, and then it'll be right. And then somebody was like, no, 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 something's not right. Like, you know, and as soon as I said that and I looked at it, I kind of stepped back. I took a good breath, and I was like, you know what? Like, let me unplug it and kind of, like, figure out something. I switched it, and I was like, motherfucker, this is right now. Like, (laughs) I had it backwards because the way the wire harness was like, you know, injector, 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 and then the wire harness went this way. In my head, it was like, flip, the wire harness should have started over here instead of over here, like, type of thing. So...
0: This is, I feel like this is like a great moment for us as like burgeoning content creators in the sense that like, we're like, I'm going to be honest with you, Billy. I speak for the entire podcast when I say that we feel fortunate to have guys like yourself and Ed and Dave and everybody, honestly, who's ever been a guest on our podcast. Come on, because we're still relatively small. We've only been doing this for like fucking 13 months, right? And the support we've had, especially from like the Euro, like the Volkswagen community, has been huge, right? Big time. Um yeah. that's awesome. And and so to come into this and just kind of start something during COVID and and you know, if you look at our first couple episodes, they're super rough. Um, and like we've been trying to refine everything and make everything look like more professional. That being said, um, mm. it's important to recognize when there's a moment where we're still regular like garage wrenching dudes. And like, I think anybody who's ever worked on their own car has had that. I threw the fucking wrench across the garage moment when you're just, I mud- still
1: throw the wrench across the shop here.
0: Right. I just have
1: to yeah. be careful not to hit anything important.
0: <laughs> but, it's like, but, but for you, it's like, Oh, you're pissed at either, you know, all oh, this customer's car has been sitting outside and it's rusty and it's not agreeing with me and blah, blah, blah. For guys like us, it's, we purchase parts from a manufacturer And they're not going in how we thought they should. But that doesn't necessarily mean there's anything wrong with the part as, especially for me, like I went to tech school, but like that doesn't really fucking mean anything in the grand scheme of things, right? Like that just means I know which tool to use in the right job, right? Or like I I can recognize when I don't have the right tool for the job, right? That's all it really is. But that doesn't mean that you can then, you can't read a set of instructions wrong or misunderstand how a part gets bolted up or especially when it comes uh, to like suspension systems and shit, like how shit goes on. And it's really important for us, especially now that we have people that relatively frequently watch us. Don't get pissed and say some shit, disparaging a manufacturer when we're the ones fucking up and like, not like so objectively looking at these professionally.
1: How you're saying that though, is like, that's what I come from. I uh, like right. you know, remember I was building cars in the garage, like my white golf R that, I used to race. Mm -hmm. That car was built in my mom's garage because you know, being dealer guys, you get kicked out of the dealer shop after forty-five minutes after you told them you need to use it for three hours. So at the end of the day, never been there. I'm trying to make everything easy and able to do on your own. So, like, uh, example, our externally gated turbo kit. Now, we make all of the lines. Now. Everything's crimp in lines. So your oil return lines crimped, and that sets your orientation off your oil return of how your CHRA, the center housing, mm-hmm. has to be in the car. We mock everything. Analogy. Yeah. We mock up and fully install the turbo kit on a mock up engine before you get it. So everything now is you get it and you just install it on the car.
0: So the, tur- the housings are clogged
1: and everything like that. Yeah. Everything is perfect already. See, that's, so that's, you that's... have to do nothing. Like I pull the whole thing off put it in a box and give it to you. And then Which it's how you easy, put it on. Yeah.
4: Everything plug and play like in, in my world is, is <sighs>
1: like, that's the goal. Like you put a harness in
4: was yeah.
1: wiring the harness. And wasn't it nice having pins on crimped onto wires where they actually fit into the ECM plug.
4: Right. Like, well, that's the other thing is I had to turn to, uh, the instructions were, were kind of vague. There weren't. So I, it.
1: You don't have to be nice about it. We don't right. include any instructions in our MPI, and <laughs> no, I'm—I yeah. have no shame in telling you that I tell so everyone no to go instructions. Go APR's instructions. So <laughs> APR put a lot <laughs> of work <laughs> into their yeah 300-page instructions, and I'll, <laughs> after my golf R being down there for nine months and being a headache, yeah. I could use their so, instructions.
4: So turn to. I mean, I don't know what the updated process is, but there was, when I installed my MPI, there was no instructions. I had to turn to, um, what's the VW Racing, uh, their performance. Okay. uh, Whatever their website is. So it was
1: probably for the pin colors, right? Because we all, you'll notice that everyone's kind of standardized the colors for the harness. Right. Like everyone's harnesses Uh, are all the same colors right so
4: i had to turn to uh vwr racing or whatever they're called uh their manual with installing the you know the pins pull out the dead pins whatever put in the wiring harness Um, which isn't that big of a deal like for an installer for like me for a mechanical background but for somebody who doesn't know anything mechanical or is trying to do something you know on their own like in my opinion exactly
1: how you've described it is why i tell everyone and refer them to the apr instructions like i i hate to say it and people can rag on me all they want for not writing my own instructions for it it the problem is that they've already done it no i don't have the patience for it I'll be straight up. I'm going to write you instructions as if I'm installing it on the car. And I know it's not going to be as simple as it should be. You should just start emailing people the link
0: to the APR instructions. I do. Here's your receipt. I I do. Here's the the PDF. (laughs) What is it? And I have a question. They make it so
1: easy. They have pictures and everything of each step of what they did. I have a
0: question and this is complete fucking ignorance to the platform. So if this is a dumb question, like, forgive me. It's already there's no done. such
3: thing as dumb questions, only stupid <laughs> people.
0: And that's why we have Timmy on the podcast. So <laughs> <No>. <laughs> is this Not a situation a where you could include a, like a like a patch or a jumper harness to go from one connector to the other? Or is it just easier no. to repin the situation? There's, no, there's so no You actually have to harness. add the pins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're, yeah. you're adding additional pins? Okay. Yep.
1: Yeah. No 5, uh, four injectors and a fuel pressure sensor.
0: Which yeah. makes total fucking sense.
4: What does yeah. the six pin go to that gray wire to?
1: You would only use that if you're tuning with United Motorsport, and that is for the flex sensor plug.
4: Thank you. Okay, I get that question all the time because my pin is kind of hanging out around yep. the piece. We tell everyone handle.
1: to kind of just tape it back.
4: I, I just set it there and I'll leave it. Yeah. If uh, you you, you, ever tell,
0: you tell them or, to tuck it like front If Cobb
1: ever comes out with uh, flex or anything like that, then you put so. it in, plug it
4: in, you're good to go. Cobb, Ed, if you're listening, let us know when it's coming out. It's because super funny. It's cap. super, f- <laughs> like, the whole Cobb
0: situation, and, like, I didn't know that, like, Cobb didn't do Flex Fuel for MQB, because when you look at, like, the shit that they cover... Two more
1: weeks to hear someone says.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um,
4: so, ScrollLock the... says, Billy, sorry to interrupt you, Alex, uh, what about the FFE catch can? What happened to so, that?
1: Jake actually, who replied under him, Jake actually has it on his car. The only problem with it was deep shit, bro. Deep (laughs) shit. The major problem is that cost. Uh, At the end of the day, as much as we're enthusiasts and we love building these things here, the how can I put it? It's (laughs) it's not affordable. We're a business. I can't make a product that doesn't sell, and I can't sell people. $1,500 Fifteen hundred to two thousand
0: dollars catch cans. Fuck no, you, you can't. What, what I mean? the oh, fuck? hell? No, you can't. I don't want to do that. How much, so, like, catch- Jake- how much was your? How much was your? PCB setup oh, for APR? Six ninety nine, right? Yeah.
4: Okay. So like a
0: yeah like so like an yeah, I so, I, so like remember. an IAG like heated. <clears> so the big thing with that fucking, oil air separator. Well, no. The well the that's one that's it, the one that you run coolant lines through it, right? So basically, yeah, you never have I to never empty know. the can because it keeps no. the oil hot, and it'll just kind of no. they're talking about STIs. You and I have that. Yeah, so it'll just it you basically run two coolant lines to it, so it keeps the bottom of the can hot. So the theory is that you never have to empty the can, right? Because okay. nothing ever coagulates in that bitch. That's five hundred dollars, and it comes yeah. with all so, the lines and all the shit. So yeah, that's how much fun yeah. was. So at the end of the
1: day, we priced it out, making our own. So we'd have to do a billet PCV plate with two. Yeah. I think it's dash ten or twelves on it, off of it. Yes, that plate alone to manufacture without going to China, because FFE does all of my manufacturing of all our billet parts to make mm. it here in America and keep up with quality of what we want, It's probably would be around 150 to $200 a plate. And it's it, really um, expensive. I would realize. honestly, yeah.
4: me personally, so, I would honestly pay that for made in America. Shit. Well, yeah, so that's just you. the
1: plate. That's just the plate. Now the crimp do, yeah. fittings for that dash 10 crimp fittings using the non-garbage... Ebay shit that everyone else seems to use. You're about to see the law of APR exponential
0: usage. growth in a full of fucking fact right here. Watch that this
5: shit. <laughs> the, that XRP
1: fitting stuff bet- for dash ten alone is about. Let's see, in line and fittings, probably about hundred, another hundred bucks. I'd pay in it. Just that. Wait, oh wait, the can from FFE replace now. Here's the other thing: you have to relocate the battery to the trunk. The can oh. is the size of your OEM battery.
0: Oh, good. So and it's like a it, fucking swirl pot for a fucking dry sub. What the shit. fuck?
1: Look, <laughs> look at a look at the race Hondas that go fast, or yeah. the fast thousand horsepower plus Volkswagens. They all yeah. have a catch can. That's yayish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's vent atmosphere. So that's exactly. I'll, I'll post some pictures of Jacobs because his car is still here. Of uh, it, oh, but batteries are located to the trunk. Big. Yeah. Oh, okay. So his <laughs> batteries in the trunk. The catch can is mounted in the battery tray. It has all that Ed did a really nice job at FFE with it, made all the tabs off of it. So it locks in and then you bolt it down. So it fits just like a battery would Has two dash 10 ports or 12s. I can't remember off the front has an open vent off the top of it. And then it has one off the bottom that goes to the steel oil pan. So you're looking at a steel pan, all the lines, the can, the plate and everything else. And then you have to still relocate the battery to the trunk. So at bam, the end of the bam, day, bam, it's bam, almost a fifteen hundred dollar setup. Yeah, fuck that. I'm sorry. Hard fuck that. Like yeah, exactly. It was for the point of it was back then. Let's see. Jacob's car was first built. Uh, his car is a prime example. His is a so Jake has a built motor, IMS six fifty GTI with every bolt on mod you could ever imagine. RPC intake manifold whole nine yards that car when we first built it three years ago it which still ran. no probably year and a half two years ago now that car still ran up until about a month or two ago it actually broke a wrist pin which was a Holy wild failure shit. yeah it actually broke a 22 millimeter je wrist pin that was a Holy wild
0: shit failure. i would have oh. loved to have been there to hear the fucking noise that bitch made when that fucking it wasn't through. that bad Jake was Jake drove it for a little while.
1: It still drove fossil never it didn't have any issues. The noise he was hearing was the piston tapping the head.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say. Cause just from not being able to get caught on the clearance, right? Like it does it's not getting restricted in its stroke. It was
1: crazy. We took it apart and we explained. Are those not dude wait?
0: And this is again ignorance to MQBs, do those not are they non interference heads?
1: Uh no, they you break everything. Okay. So Fire. it was just enough.
0: It was just enough slap to not destroy the valve train. Is yeah, because we're talking like thousands millimeters. Like that, okay. that was oh, okay. like you could gotta,
1: take gotta. it and just barely move the piston like this on the on it, because it didn't break all the way through. But mm. back then, his motor was early JE piston stuff. When we first started getting away from the Mali pistons, the ring gap was looser than it than we run now, and doesn't have didn't have our total seal ring package back then. And it, he had blow by issues. Like pretty much, I think every single built motor car on
0: the planet has. And well, I think the thing too, is like, like if you're not like, and I only use this name because they have all the R and D money in the world, like Holly, right? Yeah. Where you can be like, we're going to buy, or right. We're going to buy 75 engines and we're going to try a bunch of different shit and we're going to run them on dinos till they explode. And we're going to figure out what works. Right, So my personal Golf R went through nine engines before I found what worked. Exactly. But, right. And you're paying out of pocket for that, right? And you're like a smaller shop doing your own thing. Yes. But so like <clears throat> when you're in that vein, it is inevitable that customer cars, whether you like it or not, are test beds because you're giving them the best of what you know at the yeah. time. That Jacob
1: come- had come to me and he had – uh he had bought my old catch can setup off my golf R. Right. The problem was the can wasn't big enough and it was the same concept. So because the car would still pressurize the crankcase like right. all the other built motor cars I'm out there, Tom. it hating. would essentially make a oil geyser in fourth gear. You would literally make an oil geyser out of the catch can. We'd go to the track with my car and then his. You would zip tie rags to it. You ever see Hondas and shit and wonder why they have the rags zip tied around the breather filters? Oh no, I know exactly the yeah, why they do that. I know that's exactly. because the oil expansion. Well, no, and the oil expansion pushes out. Mm-hmm. all these recirculate? Let me, let me,
0: let me so piggyback. We on had what to Billy do that, thing. and then
1: we would have to put trash cans around it and zip tie the thing so the oil would all collect in there and not go all over the track.
0: So all, all of those like socks, like the Mugen socks, and the and the spoon like oil and like. Fucking master cylinder socks that they sell—they're just supposed to look cool. They're for the reason he's talking about. Because when you start pushing those motherfuckers, they weep and they spit and they yeah. fucking bleed all over the place. That was a major thing. Oil down the side of the car a few times. Literally,
1: they—they they, would literally, yeah. So what we did with Jake is we did a bigger can. Now, obviously, Jake's car broke the piston uh, or the wrist pin, so now he has new pistons in with a new rod set. And what we did is we now have, because things revise and develop, we have a ring package from Total Seal using their gapless second piston ring for the JE pistons we use. And what that gapless second ring does is it 100% seals a cylinder. So now with proper gapping of the rings, the cylinders are now being 100% sealed. We have almost zero pressurizing of the crankcase under high boost. Because that's what it is. It's boost leaking down into the crankcase and pressurizing it. And again, this brings us back to what we talked about earlier. No one's measuring it. There's nowhere really good to measure it from. Right. So uh, no one can tell you how good or not it is. And in Jake's car now, for instance, before he would complain of somewhat of an oil smell because it would still push oil into the can. The can's vented. You'd get the fumes in the cabin. Now with the Total Seal Ring Package, I have the car tuned. It makes I think like thirty-seven pounds, Holy shit. and everything. The car flies on full ethanol. Probably makes mid sixes, low sixes, and oh, it, you don't smell a single thing. The can doesn't have any smoke coming out of it. There's nothing, and that's because the cylinder is now one hundred percent sealed. So now yeah. when people ask is me that what catch cans the to cylinder
4: use, is. It's because of the
1: gapless second piston ring.
4: You guys are borne out to like 83 millimeter versus the uh, 82.
1: So I do not do a single built engine here unless we do machine work to it. And and if he's the ones that do our machine. Is this going back to
0: what Kyle was saying before where you guys, like they have ovular cylinder bores and you basically.
1: (sighs) Not really. It comes down to the fact that. You guys will probably see me post about it. Guys that complain about the crankcase problem with their built motors. And the simple answer is it's fixed with better engine building. And what that means essentially is better ring package, better machine work now to setting piston to wall. So you have to have a very, very good machine shop that knows what they're doing. Again, shameless plug, FFE racing probably is the best in the business when it comes down to that. They are right Like edit. I'll drop Ed off five, six engine blocks, and I never have one that's fucked up or not right. And the piston to wall is set every single time. Perfect. We put the plate on it, gap our rings to it, do all of our assembly work after he does the machine work, and everything is perfect. And that's what it comes down to. The guys having the most blow-by problems are the ones that are just dropping 82.5 mil pistons into the engine, hoping for the best, and just... They're doing it for a stronger engine. And if you can work around your blow-by problems or things like that, or you just gap your rings tight enough to where they almost bought, then you won't really have a problem.
4: Now, I don't know if you've heard of it, but what Alex was saying was uh, from another VW mechanic is the factory block isn't like the cylinders aren't 100% like, you know, true circle. They're slightly oblong for heat expansion.
1: Yes and no, from what i found. It's going to really depend on which ones you are. Um, how can I put it? I had five engines that I measured out once, and it, a couple of them are oblong, a couple of them weren't. Okay. Um, IROS made a perfect comment about it when buying brand new five-cylinder blocks. Some are perfect off the box. Some have the oblong of the cylinder. Yeah. So i I personally can't tell you why it is or why it isn't. I don't. I don't think anyone can give you that information unless it's an engineer at Volkswagen.
4: That's it's. it's that Everyone's kind of guessing. So, but
0: yeah. So the, the question light. there is then, if if that's like an inconsistency. If it doesn't become a problem until the normal wall of where you would already need to be machining out the block anyway, then it's kind of inconsequential, right? We
1: do all of the machine work. Whether this answers a question or not, I'm not sure. But we do all the machine work to ensure consistency because that was one of the biggest things and growing pains of our engine building program and kind of why we stopped doing them outside the shops was consistency you could get an engine and we would build you one out of a core Mm -hmm. we would replace we would do all of the built components in it give it back to you an intake cam fails on the engine we provided because you know they're used cams out of a core motor now we do all new everything and then the machine work same thing we'd have some cars that would have a blow by issue or two with dropping pistons guy would ship us a car we build it do all drop in stuff because that's what they wanted and it it was affordable. And then it, a complaint of an issue. Now we do it where you do not get a choice. Like you want we have to two the engine packages. To do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We have a street engine where it is everything brand new. It's a brand new remanufactured engine block zero miles. The only thing we use is a crankshaft, which is polished and measured and cleaned the actual engine block itself, which we blast clean through the whole nine yards through it and it, the actual cylinder head casting. All the valves, rockers, retainers, seals, everything's brand new in that. So you get a full remanufactured, what we call our street engine, and that's 9000 bucks. And then we have the it's race really engine after man. that. No. And then we have a race engine after that that's pretty much the same things. You get better rod. You get an FFE X-Beam uh, rod. We put standard in that our high comp pistons. Mm-hmm. And you get twelve millimeter head stud, O ringed deck, copper, uh, custom comedic head gasket, and I, th- oh, and you get the total seal rings standard in that.
4: Nice. So,
1: so, so that one's yeah. like eleven thousand seven hundred. I Just think. Like honestly, and then, yeah,
0: I'm going to be honest with you. If you're dry, if you're <laughs> a nine, why you wouldn't be an eleven seven? I don't understand. But no, no, we so-
1: tell people that, and as soon as someone tell, essentially, as soon as we tell it to someone, and they tell me that that's too expensive, then I explain to them that. They're probably not ready to build the car.
4: Uh, Let's be real. Like if, if you're telling people they're not ready for race car shit, I mean, they're not ready. Like, so,
0: so the the question, the question that I asked was the question that I was asking about as far as like the inconsistency in the cylinder bore was like, was this, okay. We've kind of established that on a stock block on a stock engine, right? You can put five to 550 horsepower through it. Right. Right. So, and that's whether or not the cylinders are perfectly round or not. That doesn't matter. The, the, the trueness of the cylinder doesn't matter if that's the wall anyway, right? So whether or not that cylinder is perfect or it's oblong or whatever, if you want more than that, we're machining your fucking bottom end. Exactly. It doesn't matter, right? Like, yeah. it's, who gives a shit? Because, like, That was the biggest
1: reason right. of why we got away from doing the drop-ins was right. exactly that. You'd have a motor where you'd build it the same way you built the one before it, and the same way you build the one after it. And one has more blow-by than the other, right. and the other, run. one will misfire and one won't because one has so much leakage on a cylinder.
0: Right. You're polluting the the, the the combustion chamber. Yeah, yeah and
1: yeah. unfortunately, what it comes down to again is, you know, we're still a business at the end of the day, so it has to. What leaves here has to be perfect, or else we're on the hook for it. Well, yeah, it's, 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 it's,
0: it's yeah, it's bad.
1: It's yeah. bad business for you. Yeah,
4: people want to build race car shit and not want to pay for Let, shit. Like the other
1: problem is inconsistency of places that just want to. How can I put it? They don't know what they're doing, or they don't care to follow instructions. Because yep. you guys are dealer guys, you know very well that the technicians hate following instructions. And what? It, <laughs> no and uh no. at the end of the day when it comes down to it we give people break-in procedures and i've had cars and engines shipped to us after something and we find some wild failure where it you can tell the engine wasn't broken and correct so like, you pull brain? the oil I filter off and it, it has a auto zone oil filter in it that's so crumpled yeah. in and sucked together and i'm like Come on man. It's like
2: people want fucking like Nordstrom's power on a fucking Walmart budget. Like That's people a, just really do good way to put that. It
0: is. It's true though. Like people Listen, don't want to fucking spend the if you if you spend, spend 40 $45,000 like, like, on a car, yeah. Right? If you sp- even, if, even if it's a like a brand new GTI, it's 30 grand. You think you're going to take a 285 horsepower car to 550 horsepower? 200. Think, it,
1: take it, think about it. It's the same engine in a Golf R. I don't care what the internet says. I don't yeah, care what everyone says shit. crossing crossing part numbers. When you actually put it all on a bench and you measure it out, they all break the same. They all yeah. pretty much are the same. Right. I mean, we're talking about a couple thousand, like almost nothing of like lift duration between GTI and Golf R cams that people argue about online. Yeah. And it, how, how can I put it? They all, you're Going from a two hundred, essentially a two hundred horsepower engine, mm-hmm. and some of these guys are making seven, eight hundred horse out of them. Well, actually, I don't know that's anyone really making eight hundred, but
0: but that's going to cost two, money. Two,
1: four, six, almost quadrupling the horsepower of these engines, and expecting something not to break—it's unrealistic. Yeah, but,
0: yeah. No, and that's where you set those
4: expectations, to, and yeah. and not expect it. People want to build a race car and they want it to last like a factory car. Like that that's my biggest frustration is yep. they wanna build so I'm I mean my factory horsepower two ten now making five twenty. So three times basic you know, two times Almost, a, yeah,
0: two and a half yeah. times the power. Yeah.
4: Two and a half times the power in I'm personally expecting something to break, right? Like I'm I'm running full bolt on factory motor like nothing done to it i expect my motor to fail at some point the average joe and and billy you're in customer service right people want to build these high horsepower cars and have them run like a factory car it's not going to fucking happen there's there there's no way you're going to get an abnormal vibration You're going to get, you know, little weird Yeah, NVH
1: is going to go out the window. One of the things, actually, that we've kind of perfected over the years is I could, hell, if you were near one of our cars that has a built motor, like, where are you, in California? Yep. You guys know where Motive is? Core Motive. No. There's a shop out there that does VW Audi. We have a customer out there that they put one of our engines in. You could put his Golf R next to any stock car and you wouldn't know it was built. It makes it, no additional noise. It it
0: just sounds exactly
1: like a stock motor and it runs. And that, and that was kind of time. the point
0: I was going to make is that like if and this is kind of like rolling back to like an hour ago when I was <laughs> asking Billy about like, yo, if I wanted to pick up. Let's just say hypothetically, I'm picking up a, a Mark 8 Golf R. Let's just say, you know, everything's tunable, whatever, right? I want to make X amount of horsepower. I want it to be able to drive every day X, Y, Z. If that's what you want out of your car, you need to ask those questions to the, the person that you're going to have build your car. Cause they're going to tell you like, listen, this is how much power you can actually make and not feel like you're driving a fucking race car every single day. You, right? The
1: biggest thing though, to fight though, is the internet. It's because you oh, will get guy. the guys that, you know, they have just their car, their car works on the setup. Right. Like, um, who was it in the EGT group? Uh Sean Measle, I think, if I'm probably pronouncing his last name wrong. He was running his car on hybrid turbo, stock block for months, racing yeah. and everything on nitrous. He was making like six something.
0: Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ.
1: Until it finally failed. And you'll look at guys that will see that. And when you come to me and you tell me that you want to do that, I tell you, no, it's going to break. Yeah. But then they show you me that and they're like, well, this guy's didn't break. And I'm like, that's because... He knew what he was doing. He did that. I was like, if I give it to you, chances are you won't know what to do with it. It will break.
0: Right. You, don't, you don't know when he was turning the spray on. You don't know when he was doing X, Y, Z. You don't know exactly. how he was shifting. You don't know. He may have been sure, short shifting from first, second, third, and then like laying it on in fourth and fifth. Like you don't know what the fuck he was doing to drive that car the way he was driving it. And that's something that took me a while
1: to learn because, I mean, you guys said it. You've been doing the podcast for 13 months now. Something
0: like that, some shit like that, yeah.
1: So, uh, let's see. I've probably been doing this for maybe just just double that. Okay. Like, outside of the dealership, running the shop and things like that. And that was one of the biggest things I had to learn was what you stated earlier, metering people's expectations. Yeah. Yes. And it, that was the biggest thing because everyone expects the car to run like the one they see on the internet. yeah you know, Everyone expects like... I get RS3 guys, TTRS guys all the time that all think that their cars are all going to run like Hank's car does. Or they come in and they see, like, um, they'll see different guys golf R's all over the internet that go fast. And they all think that, hey, if I buy your turbo kit that's using the same turbo as this, or if I buy this guy's turbo kit because this guy has it, it's all going to do the same. And the cruel truth is that it should but it probably won't
0: no no there's there's a there's a there's a median level right there's like a there's a point of established consistency and when you start yeah. deviating from that point you have to understand that like the higher you go past that point you're going to lose that consistency like i can make you 500 horsepower and i'm very confident that it'll work 95% of the time, like you said before, right? Now, if you want to go to 650 or 700 and I'm doing your bottom end, that consistency drops to 70%. Now you want to get to- You have to be prepared for failure. Right, right. You want to go to 8, 9, 1,000 horsepower. Okay, your consistency is going to drop to 40%.
1: Right, And, and it, that's one of the things a lot of guys don't want to also hear. And you'll tell them that, but they don't want to no, hear it. No, they just
0: still. think, oh, he's the, the, the guy who's building the car is just saying that. But I've seen the guy on the internet with a million YouTube videos. Exactly. Says, yeah, you're all fucking idiots. Yeah, everybody you wants to cannot,
4: a race, like, race car you, and, and not expect. What did
0: we
1: say earlier, Kyle? Everyone wants a 1,000 horsepower, but doesn't want the 1,000 horsepower problems. That
0: all I want to say is if you want to think that your race car – Is gonna run consistently. I want you to go back and I want you to watch the last the last F1 season, and you're gonna look at vehicles (laughs) with million-dollar budgets fail over and over and over over again because when you're you're pushing about three grand when you're pushing the ragged edge of performance of the platform, whatever said platform is, it doesn't matter if it's a Honda or a Volkswagen or an Audi or a fucking Porsche or an F1 car. If you're pushing the ragged edge of performance, you're going to find the failure. That's what you're uh, doing is you're paying money to figure
1: to, like, out where shit breaks. Yeah. But now there's an inverse set argument, though. The inverse set argument is you got to look at it. We're not a UGR. We're not AMS. We're not building $100,000 supercars where you come and you drop off your R8 and we charge you hundred K and we make $80,000 of that in a profit you know what i mean yeah, but you get a so, 1200
0: horsepower r8 <laughs> yeah which is sick
1: <laughs> but that shit doesn't break and the biggest thing is that everyone wants the shops that are making parts or building the cars to have already thoroughly tested it and the cruel aspect and the cruel truth is that i bet you can't find a shop that does what we do Outside of the supercar world, that can do that, that can go out and just buy no. a Golf R and spend $300,000 on breaking shit. Right. It's not, no, it's, they can't. It's no, it's, it's,
0: it's, it's to, and it's like, and so again, I live in Texas, right? And I drive from, <clears> so I don't know how much, I don't know if you know anything about Texas at all, but there's the where <sighs> I'm at, there's the Metroplex, right? So you have Fort Worth and Dallas. They call it no. the Metroplex. It's two cities. On top, almost on top of each other, but in reality, that shit is 70 miles wide, right? So you drive from where I'm at, which is on the far west end of Fort Worth in the sticks, all the way into Dallas, which is where I work on by DFW, and then Dallas goes farther past that. So I go from seeing nothing but F-150s and F-250s when I first get <laughs> on the road to seeing... 911 turbo turbos and Uduses <laughs> and fucking I dude I see there's a fucking UGR tune Lambo I see every single day on the way this dude di- <laughs> this dude daily drives a UGR turn Lambo oh yes which I'm fucking here for that's uh, the so shit I would do yeah no listen if I'm gonna spend 300 grand on a car and then another I'm getting my money's in- worth yeah, I'm going to drive yeah. that bitch every yeah. goddamn yeah. where. I'm driving that thing fuck. in the
1: winter. I'm driving oh, in the fuck. snow. Okay.
0: I'm going to get I'll... fucking Whataburger in that yeah. bitch. I don't give a shit.
1: <laughs> right? We have a friend's dad. He daily drives his R8, has snow tires for it the whole nine yards. Fuck yes. He wraps it yes. every year. Yes. So what he'll yes. do is he'll drive it yes. through the snow, just peel the wrap off at the end of winter, yeah, and then re-wraps it the next day.
0: Hell yeah, That's dude. Fuck that. Yeah. If I'm spending six figures on a car, that bitch is getting 100,000 miles on it. No cap. Anyway, Yeah. So I see, I see everything right from top to bottom. But to your point, if you're driving a $40,000 car and you're, it's a relatively new platform and there, this platform is very much like in development, right? It's not like a new car comes out and you instantly know how to tune it, make it super fucking reliable, make a fuckload of power. Shit's going to break. We're figuring this out together. This is this, you know what I mean? Like we're, we're working together to determine how much power we can make. It's like finding a good barber. You know what I'm saying? You're so like going you to get a couple the... of fucked up haircuts before you really figure out well, how you on like that your shit topic, to get done.
1: On that it's topic, true. and I'll probably get in some sort of trouble for talking about it. Who gives a shit? <laughs> how, when did you guys come into the Mark 7 stuff? Or even
0: start? Well, Kyle's been in it. That's 20,
1: Kyle's shit.
4: So I went from a, a 98 Jetta VR6 straight to a Mark 7.
1: Okay, around what year did you like become active online?
4: I've I've been a VW enthusiast like my whole life. So Mark
1: 7 specifically.
4: Mark 7 2016.
1: Okay, so all right, so you were around let's see. Mine was a 16. I got in 15. So I had my white R then. I don't remember if you ever remembered all my drama posts with what would go happen with mine. And I was exactly what you guys are talking about. I was the test car for a lot of different stuff. Mm -hmm. My car was the, I had the first manual Golf R in the States. So if you have a manual Mark 7 Golf R and you have a South Bend clutch, you're welcome because that was developed using my car back then. (laughs) I blew up, I blew up two South Bend clutches. I ejected one out of the bottom of the transmission and blew the gearbox to pieces at the racetrack. Testing them, and I'm really it,
0: trying to like think about how mechanically how that uh, happened. Like, <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> oh, I, I, oh no, I, I, fucked,
1: I fucked up bad. If you watch the tape, I was in denial for like weeks. I was Did like, there's no way, the I fuck fucked that Oh yeah, I went from <laughs> fourth to third at like eight thousand RPM, and everyone's like, dude, you money shifted that. You watched the shit explode out of the bottom of the trans into the track at Adco and everything. There's a crater Amazing. there, I think, in the right lane still from that, and they're like. Uh, everyone's like, bro, you money shift that you money shifted. I'm like, fuck, no, I didn't. This shitty piece of shit clutch blew up. And then I'm watching the video. And after like a week or two went by, I'm like, fuck, I did money shift that. <laughs> <laughs> right? oh, and, it, oh, that was bad. It blew everything great. to pieces. Bitch. But like, Bitch. We ended up like, um, let's see, I lost my car, that car for two, two and a half years to APR for testing. I had the first APR Stage Three kit that wasn't installed at APR or at a dealer, and the car never ran right, and had to go down to them to get sorted out.
0: If it makes you and feel any better, Dave lost his RS 3eqt and he works there for like a hey, year, so. You know, Mark <laughs> 7, Yeah, post Yeah, Carrie said
1: Kerry has the video. Oh, please when, uh, roll that shit back.
0: Please, that. please post <laughs> that video <dude>. uh, <laughs> for the love of God! I want to see that shit. Uh, it,
1: it blew everything to pieces, dude. I'm talking everything fan that blew the fans the charge pipes the transmission it broke the engine block because it blew the starter to pieces and blew a starter off the transmission and the engine beautiful um i actually can't think of anything it didn't break because just. so again this we're, when it we're gonna
0: roll back to what was the noise that it made
1: oh if, if, felt like i
0: felt if i could
1: only imagine it was probably like rolling over the landmine like so the was whole it car like, hopped and everything, like it was. So bad. was
0: it like a dinosaur trying to fuck Optimus Prime? Like is that? Kind yeah, of probably.
1: <laughs> and like a little one, like like a like a little Velociraptor or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Great. like
1: it was bad, and that that was not fun. I think the car sat off the road for a year after that happened. I mean that's a very expensive you, failure. Even though I fucked, yeah. Although when I fucked up, I got to give it to him. South Bend came through clutch. Big shout out to Dave over there at South Bend. They no, hooked it no up. Pun intended, sent me, no, no, they they sent me a brand new clutch kit. No questions asked. He was like, We're looking at the video. We know you fucked up, but we'll still give you a brand new South Bend clutch. Just tell which one you want. And that was uh, mad cool. I
0: mean Oh shit, he just sent us a video. Holy fuck. Hold up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you gotta fast forward through a bit of it.
0: Let me see and somehow make oh, it. oh so i don't easy. know that i do homeboy <laughs>
3: i feel like <laughs> he's got that shit cut up Gary, what uh you got, clipped? You got Gary, it did you, already Terry,
1: did you clip it let's see the video oh uh, yeah this is racing scott kennedy you can see my ass driving here because those are identical built cars Ooh. this one dsg1 one manual
5: oh oh yeah. <sighs>
0: Yep. That sucked. We're, we're just that was gonna, a hard day. We're just gonna move. We're gonna move past. So that. so fun fact on.
1: about that day that no one knows from before that is I drove that car the two and a half hours down to Adco Dragway to race oh, it. Oh, no. for that track rental because on my way down there, the transmission in my F two fifty blew up on the way down.
0: two so <laughs> <you please put laughs> transmissions in the same oh, weekend as originally?
4: Yep. So this oh, yeah. whole podcast you're telling me you're used to driving long distances and really and breaking man. it's
1: why i i literally laugh and I, you can say i'm a dick for it but i literally laugh at customers that build these cars and don't have AAA
0: oh 100% and when they
1: tell me they don't need AAA i go dude i've been stuck in a lot of places where i need AAA <laughs>
0: and if you ever need AAA insurance in the great state of texas holler at your boy cuz he's a licensed insurance agent for AAA <laughs> oh, and,
1: and on that insurance plug <laughs> Right. And if anyone, uh, if anyone using AAA, remember you're always not in a safe area That's and true. It, you're always scared and you need to pick up right away. Right, Cause yeah. they and will pick you really up quick. half the time. Or,
4: yeah. Or you're waiting like three, four hours. Yeah. And yeah. never we tell them that your car is on. modified.
1: <laughs> so Ovid who just commented, we were down at the track with him, me, him and Carrie, and they actually wouldn't tow him away from the same drag strip that I blew that transmission up and they towed me.
0: But then they uh, wouldn't
1: tow him out of the uh, away from the drag strip.
0: Was he too low? Back to the do the shop. Think he no, no. They
1: just straight up said, "Hey, we're not coming to get you because you were drag racing."
0: I mean, that's a very AAA thing to say. I was getting groceries.
4: <laughs> so the
0: joke around the office is, if it's fun, we don't cover it. When it comes to cars, so you know, like they won't pick up my fucking STI. The last time AAA, I, I called AAA to get a tow in my STI. They made me. You probably drive ran it out of toes though. No, 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 no. It was the yeah. first one They made me drive it up onto the truck because this bitch was too scared to drive a lowered car onto the truck.
1: Uh, see, well, you're better than me. I usually would it. get, when I get towed, it's because something really broke and I used to get too frustrated. So the front bumper of my Golf R, which I think you can actually find the Golf R on one of the auction websites because I'd sold it to Carvana. Okay. And uh, I just, <laughs> I wouldn't, that, that thing would break so much. Bitch. I wouldn't care. I would just drive that thing right onto the trailer. I was like, the bumper rips off, the bumper rips off, because I was so frustrated every single time. Because it was always the engine blew up. It was never (laughs) something easy.
0: You're doing a great job of selling the reliability MQBs. Okay, (laughs) man. I I can't help it.
1: That car was... uh, If I go back and do 100 things different, I'd probably still own it today.
0: Yeah. And that's super relatable. And on that bomb show, we have done uh we're pushing three hours on this podcast bro billy really, like you. <laughs> i could talk to you guys all day no, no oh, this was super you, fun we would love yeah. to have you back on because i'm we sure have we segment have too. yeah Please? we i'm sure we have a lot more to talk about and the more i talk about Volkswagens, the more i feel like i'm buying one in the next six months <laughs>
4: so, yeah. i'll sell you mine how about that
0: i don't want your fucking used bitch i want something way cooler anyway oh. No. Um, no, your car is really nice. I just want to build my own.
3: Um it's something you can't vape in. Wow. That's, I,
0: that's fucking ruthless. Anyway, thank you so much to Billy from A2B. We appreciate your time. Thank you to everybody who hang out. Thank you, to all the new it. fucking people in chat. Like there was a ton yeah, of like first time commenters all, and shit. Uh thank you to everybody who followed tonight. Thank you for the likes and the subscribes. As always, you can find us Do at, at twitch.tv slash podcast. You can find us on Instagram or Redmatch Podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow A to B Motorsports on Instagram. Billy, plug out your fucking socials real quick, so everybody knows where to find you guys.
1: Um, at A to B Motorsport on Instagram. Uh, I think the Facebook is actually A to B Motorsports because some place in like Taiwan took A to B Motorsport for some reason.
0: They probably do sick fucking titanium work, though. Real talk. Ah. (laughs) No,
1: it's not even a valid place. The place is like closed down. The domain doesn't
5: work. Oh,
1: Oh, horrible but that's some shit i would do because i would totally go buy competitors domains so they can't use them (laughs) but uh (laughs) no just uh, we generally post all Uh, the stuff on the story ovid ovid does all the social media and he loves to tease some little things that we have going here and there that we either have out or don't have out yet so yeah
0: that's what's up Um, this is probably going to be the last one of the year because the next one's going to be the 28th. We're going to be the middle of the yeah, holidays. All I that agree. good sh- That Yeah, that's fucking... It's flat out not happening. So we will see you guys in 2022, also known Woo. as COVID, the sequel, 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 sequel. Ah. And um, <laughs> uh. we're going to come keep coming out with you with some fire content. Um, we're trying to get bigger and better. We're trying to do cooler shit. I'm trying to get this bitches out for fucking TX2K in March... And I think hey, we'll really, see you guys there. If that's we can what I'm get, saying. Uh, we're going down to Holy
1: Florida. Shit. I think in we're scheduled right now, first week of Florida. We're bringing th- our three cars: the white one from Colorado, uh, Ovid's car, and Ovid's and Mine's race car. We're going to try to uh, qualify all three.
0: There you um, go. i am already got cleared for five days off in March, motherfuckers. So it's up on you to get out here. Um, yeah,
1: I, I'm going to
0: Florida March. there you go so we will hopefully see you guys in tx2k in march if nothing else we will definitely see you in january of 2022 and as always we appreciate you guys drive safe go fast don't be dickheads peace out don't get caught don't get caught (laughs) everywhere is mexico if you believe